Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Help Jews in Poverty at helpjewsnow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit helpjewsnow.org. That's helpjewsnow.org. But I think the development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. The internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. That's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground.
hit the button. I like it. Nobody hears me. All right. So welcome to the show. Uh, apparently, I didn't hit the correct button and nobody can hear me. So it's okay. So uh, we're, uh, we are broadcasting live, 702-957-1037. You can join the Discord at troubledminds.org, and you can be part of the show that way. And uh, this is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange, and uh, I'm here with your co-host, Ash the Reptilian from Mars. That was a that was a definite botch to the uh, the start of the show. Oh, that's all right. What's up? What's up, Ash? Let's, let's, let's tune into Mars. Earth to Mars, Ash, do you copy? Do you copy, buddy? How are you, Ben? Hello, hello. Test one, two. Testing one, two. All right. We're going we're gonna to assume that we have a bad connection to Mars. But okay, so the deal is, this is the deal, right? And this is a show where we talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. You know what they are. It's uh, aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal. It's, uh, it's all the things I said when I had the myself muted, <laughs> which is even more funny. But uh, it's so aliens, conspiracy, paranormal. This is this show is about, uh, of course, the government, academia and the 24 hour news cycle. Like I always say, propaganda and the general feeling we live in the upside down. So that's what this show is. And like I said, the conversation is a lot wider than that. Um, it, it's kind of a good start there. Uh, but there's so many things to, to really think about in today's today's world. And uh, it kind of makes me, um, I don't know, it kind of gives me the jitter sometimes thinking about uh, how the news cycles really just kind of break. Um, uh, well, I mean, propaganda wise, right? Again, like I've always said, is that they're trying to keep us uh, at, at uh, arm's length. They don't want us to come together and agree on anything. And as part of that, uh, we end up uh, battling these news cycles, like uh, trying, to, trying to parse it and figure out what's actually going on. And uh, it, it just doesn't... Uh, I don't know. It like it, it never sat right with me, and so that's that's really why we we put this show together and talked about this and have always done this. So, um, so that's what's up. So, like I, like I was saying before, I uh, unmuted myself like a knucklehead. Uh, we are live. We are uh, streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and D Live. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. If you want to be a part of the show, we are taking your phone calls at seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. That's seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. And you can join the Discord at troubleminds.org. I think I said that, but I'm repeating myself now because I don't know what got muted and what didn't so uh, you'll have to uh, you'll, you'll have to uh, <laughs> you'll have to you'll have to forgive me there okay so anyway what we're talking about tonight is uh, yesterday as you know was May the 4th today is May the 5th happy Cinco de Mayo out there to the folks that partake to the, to the folks that sip beer and uh, eat, eat margar- drink margaritas and uh, eat tacos or whatever, whatever you do to celebrate Cinco de Mayo good for you uh, me I do a radio show that's how we're celebrating Cinco de Mayo tonight but we're talking about yesterday actually we were going to kind of do this show yesterday but the, the the calendar didn't line up i wanted to do this with ash on may the 4th but uh, you know he's uh, committed to wednesdays and so uh, we're going to pretend like today is may the 4th and of course that means may the 4th be with you which means us uh, it's a star wars show and so in the past we've talked about the um, you know just kind of the mythology of Star Wars and kind of kicked around the idea that, you know, George Lucas was a uh, an anthropologist. Okay. And so a lot of the things that he he did, like the the mythology that kind of followed the Star Wars story arc and some of these things, uh, he, he didn't really create. I mean, he did, but he borrowed heavily from lots of things, lots of the old epics and and uh, lots of the old myths and uh, from all kinds of different uh, different uh, cultures the world over. So it was what he studied in college. He did not study film, actually, which is funny enough. Right. But uh, that's what we're talking about tonight. So and the main question is this. Um, do you believe at some point uh, or in any point that the the idea of the force that's in Star Wars is real? 
Do you think it's actually real in some capacity? And that's what we're doing tonight. That's what we're talking about. And uh, that's what's going on. So uh, hoping you'll be part of the show again, like I said, uh, 702-957-1037. And uh, that's what's going on. So here we go. So let's start with this. Now, there's a there's a uh, an article that came out. This was pretty recent, actually, uh, that uh, they're discussing that the force is real. And uh, so this is actually from the beginning of the year. But uh, and then we'll get to some breaking news a uh, little bit, little bit after this, but let's start here. Let's start with the medium, medium.com. And, uh, we'll go here. We'll, uh, we'll catch up with Ash in a second, in a second. I think he's uh, got some, some issues over there. So here, here we go. Here's what we're talking about tonight. And, uh, there it is. There it is. Article is up. Okay. As always, uh, link in my sources so you can see what we're talking about tonight. And, uh, here we go. Here we go. All right. This is from the, the medium, uh, medium.com. And of course the title of this is the force is real. Okay. And so I'll read just from the article here, just so we uh, kind of are on the same page of where we're starting. Uh, And it it begins like this, like pretty much everyone else who has ever watched star Wars, I've marveled at the force and thought to myself, too bad. The force isn't real. After all, the force couldn't possibly exist anywhere, but on the silver screen, the force is what Darth Vader used to, uh, used to do pretty much whatever he wanted. The Force can influence people to do something they otherwise wouldn't do, uh, as in, these aren't the droids you're looking for, if everybody remembers that from the old, old, old school, 1977 uh, actual movie, the original Star Wars. But then it continues. The Force allows fictional characters to levitate, move inanimate objects with their minds, and a host of other powers that are nearly impossible for us to comprehend. And because of this, we're all drawn to to the idea of the force, aren't we? On some level, we're seduced by the idea that it is possible to influence the tangible and intangible parts of the world using nothing but our minds. Of course, the force appears so alien from anything that actually exists in the real world that it doesn't seem possible for any of us to have such incredible power at our disposal. But the truth is, the Force is not something that only lives in the world created by George Lucas. It's not something for us to marvel at or daydream about. It doesn't exist exactly the way it's portrayed in Star Wars. But the Force is very real. And so we'll we'll, we'll get get back to this article in a second, continue reading and talking about this. But... uh, I think it's a fascinating thing here. Um, we, you know, in the in the uh, the recent past on this show, we've actually talked about uh, you know humans with superpowers, right? We talked about Wim Hof that was able to regulate his breathing to such a degree that he was able to basically conquer a cold, and he's jumped in jumped in ice water and you know hiked up the Himalayas or I think Mount Everest, I believe even uh, in, in bare feet, and you know because he's able to through breathing exercises actually conquer his body's ability to uh, to handle cold. And so as a result of this, and some of these other things too, we've talked about maybe uh, telekinesis, being able to move objects with your mind, and people who have claimed to do this. We, you know, we talk about all kinds of things, including... Um, uh, uh, not, uh, not what's Project Stargate remote viewing and that same sort of thing, right? So if you if you get in some kind of deep meditational state, uh, is it uh, is it possible that you can actually uh, become part of um, be part of uh, be part of a greater uh, connection of actual uh, entities of people, right? So uh, as as it, as it is, it goes kind of like this. I'll play these clips a few times as we go tonight to kind of get you in, into the flavor of what we're talking about. But here's one, right? This is uh, this is Obi Wan Kenobi explaining 
to young Luke what the force is all about. So we got a few of these clips and then we'll get to some other news tonight and do the rest of this. So here we go. This is what we're talking about. A young Jedi named Darth Vader, who was a pupil of mine until he turned to evil, helped the Empire hunt down and destroy the Jedi Knights. He betrayed and murdered your father. Now the Jedi are all but extinct. Vader was seduced by the dark side of the Force. The Force? The Force is what gives the Jedi his power. It's an energy field created by all living things. It surrounds us and penetrates us. It binds the galaxy together. Okay, and I think that's probably as succinct as you'd want it to be, right? Uh, and you know, there's, there's a lot of things that happen in the Star Wars, the original trilogy, and then the ones as they got worse after that. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of things where they're, they're able to do, right? Um, they say that the Force is able to, uh, you know, influence the weak-minded, uh, for instance, like, uh, uh, like, like he said in, um, in, in Star Wars, you know, these aren't the droids you're looking for. Obi-Wan said that to the stormtroopers. And they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. These aren't the droids we're looking for. And move along, move along, right? You guys all remember that. And so... It kind of begs the question, right? Is is there some sort of uh, force out there? And I feel like Han Solo now kind of asking these questions like this. Uh, do, you, do you believe it is? And I guess it kind of goes back to the same idea that we always talk about on this show is, is do you believe that things happen by coincidence or do you think that things happen for a reason? Right. And do you think there's a reason behind those things? Do you think there's a greater sort of magnetism within the universe that uh, does bind all living things together? Are we part of actually one living organism, kind of like the universe, like a universal living organism, like that idea, panpsychism and the rest of these things? Or is it uh, is it something else entirely? Is this just, again, you know, some kind of fiction from the movies that, uh, you know, with the lightsabers and all the all the other you know madness they do in the, in the Lucasfilm stuff. But uh, that's that's the question tonight and kind of curious. Right. I know we have probably lots of Star Wars fans out there and we probably have lots of people who've never seen it. Uh, you know, it's kind of a, it's weird in the. Uh, in the you know paranormal type radio world that uh, it's very polarizing of uh, who what kind of science fiction people like or don't like right so so anyway that's uh, that's what we're talking about tonight that's what we're doing and uh, again looking to hear from you so uh, we're uh, we got Ash on on deck he's going to tune in at some point here uh, so when when you're in if you're here can hear me Ash just let me know when you pop in and we'll uh, we will connect to Mars and get uh, get going with that but. Sounds good. I'll let you know. Okay, perfect. Let me know. If you guys want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. You can join the Discord, troubleminds.org. But that's the question tonight. And it kind of goes back to the, the movie Signs, right? M. Night Shyamalan. Do you believe everything happens by coincidence? Or do you think everything happens for a reason? There's some sort of supernatural universal connection where everything fits and we're all part of the greater conscious universe and i think that kind of sums up uh, the force and what we're talking about tonight but let's uh let's beam let's let's see if our connection to mars holds earth to mars ash are you there what's up buddy <laughs> good to you copy hello humans how are you doing tonight doing good doing good feeling good and uh talking about great stuff i love i love star wars man i love star wars so so yeah so you 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 caught part of the intro there i'm sure so we're we're let's uh let's just jump right into it uh what do you think uh, given given all the stuff that uh, you know about star wars and that first off let's let's say this do they have star wars on mars or do you even know what we're talking about i hope have you have you seen these movies 
I mean, I've seen them because there's nothing else to do up here. There's not really much going on. If I if I try to get near the Bezos death camps, they just shoot at me. So, you know, I'm all alone, and uh, you know, one of the only things to watch is is Star Wars. And Star Wars is kind of like, uh, you know, it's a it's a classic. It's a classic. It uh, it's not exactly like Star Wars out here, but it's pretty close. So. You know, they say that maybe George Lucas was actually inspired by uh, some sort of innate knowledge, more some sort of maybe seeded by extraterrestrials or something, or or like his soul knew. But uh, they they say there's a theory going around that he uh, he kind of knew more than he either let on or he knew that he knew, I guess, and. Uh, it comes out through his thing because Star Wars, I mean, that thing hit like a rocket when it came out and it had stuff no one's ever thought about or seen before. And it's just great story. They're good movies. I went back and watched the, the originals. And I'm like, man, these are so good, especially for the time. And uh, yeah, I love it, man. Love Star Wars. Okay. So even uh, even with what Disney did to them. <laughs> <laughs> so so at least you're familiar here. You're not going to be uh, kind of flailing around wondering what I'm talking about. That's good. Okay. So then so then uh, so so do you think that so they've said that right in the past? Kind of Nikola Tesla has also said that uh, he didn't really know anything innately. Uh, at least he he felt that he was being given these secrets of the universe through some sort of universal force. It was being handed to him. Um, and he was just kind of doing the work of uh, making these things happen. Like it was already out there kind of in the ether. And he, he spent some time uh, connecting, communing with this thing, whatever this thing was. And then it imparted a ton of knowledge into him, and at least according to, to him. So, so, uh, so do you think this thing is possible? Do you think that uh, given, given all of that, that uh, it's, it's, a, it, it's a thing? I mean, maybe this is a real thing. Yeah, it's actually, uh, so you know I'm a big fan of the, uh, well, first off, um, you know, I think that I think that happens with a lot of things, right? Um, you know, there's uh, there was a phenomenon across the world that uh, one culture would learn about a thing or uh, start inventing a thing, and they would not have any contact with another culture on the other side of the world, and around the same period of time, they would also be advancing in the same way. So there's kind of like this phenomenon, right, where where um, knowledge is kind of just known or gained. And uh, yeah, like you mentioned, uh, throughout history, there's been people who just claim to just kind of like it just came to them, right, an inspiration. And I, I feel like I've, per- I think we all personally have moments like that where you kind of see something, you know, it to be true. And I think that a lot of people, when they went and saw Star Wars, there was something about that that kind of resonated with each of us, let alone... Uh, George Lucas, right, kind of coming up with the idea. In fact, <clears throat> you did mention remote viewing being a Star Wars e Jedi Force kind of power. The remote viewers that I uh, am constantly peddling, um, the Farsight Institute, Farsight.org, they actually have an episode where they remote viewed to see if that was the case. This is literally the episode is they remote viewed uh, the inception of the Star Wars idea and try to see if maybe he uh, he was, uh, you know, maybe some... So the, in the past, they've remote-viewed people back in the day who were literally aliens, like, literally pushed ideas into their brains, like, downloaded the information. And people experience this 
when they're abducted or whatever. But that's not, that wasn't what they they found with this. Do you want to know what they kind of found? What did they find? What did they? F- Don't leave me with a cliffhanger, Ash. Come on, buddy. Don't leave us hanging here. What did they find? Find out next time no, on no. Trouble Night. <laughs> no, don't do that to me. No, we actually, we have a few minutes before a break, so you might even be able to squeeze it in here. Yeah, I'm actually trying to find if there's a part of the clip that actually kind of talks about it. But I guess I'll just sum it up. You guys can check it out. I'll send a, I'll send a like, Mike, so people can watch it for themselves. But um, they found that uh, this just a little preface it to make it make sense is that souls are real. Uh, this is this is what the remote viewers believe. Okay, I don't I don't know what to believe <laughs> personally. But uh, they found that uh, souls are real and that we um, resurrect, we reincarnate. The soul is immortal, basically, or potentially immortal, and that in a past life, this is was kind of the reality for George Lucas. And that's where the inspiration for him came from. It was basically just him kind of um, sharing some innate knowledge, some experiences he kind of had and translating them into kind of a story or a narrative. Um, And I found that really interesting um, that that potentially could be the case. And when we find out more about the alien stuff or what we think is the alien stuff, it is kind of like a wild, wild west out there, which basically Star Wars is kind of a western. If you think about it. So the space Western. Yeah. The space peanut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, they're, 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 always, they're always going to a bar, right? And getting into a tussle. Getting <laughs> That's, a sh- true. That's true. Yeah. That is true. Right? Yeah. yeah. Hansel is, is a, is a cowboy. Yeah. yeah he's, he's, he's a space, space cowboy. He is a space cowboy. Yeah, totally. Totally. And he doesn't, he doesn't believe in the force. Right. And so, okay. So that's, that's the topic tonight, guys. That's what we're talking about. That's what we're doing. And we'll kind of go through some of the star Wars stuff here. And so I did bring up interestingly remote viewing. And so, uh, the thing with the force in star Wars and you know, let's, let's call it Canon as far as we're concerned. Right. I mean, they've got the alternate universe and you can, you can pretty much nerd out as deep as you want to go with the star Wars stuff. And that's fine. I just don't know like super in depth about those things, but it is interesting to note that in the very first 1977 movies, the force was sort of a limited thing. And as you know, as the, the movies kind of progressed and developed, the force became all of these other things as well. And by the, the, the most recent trilogy, uh, Luke Skywalker was actually able to uh, go into some sort of um, actual meditation and astrally project his body somewhere else, like planets away. Uh, so, so I mean, it, it is interesting that uh, they've kind of added this to to the mythology that is the force. So that's what we're talking about tonight. And uh, yeah, I mean, is that remote viewing? Is that astral projection? What is that? Is there a nice line in between the two, or uh, do you think they could they could do both as a, as a force user there? A uh, force user, yeah, I can tell you like Star Wars. <laughs> force it. user, yeah, I love it, yeah. Yeah, it's great, man. It's um, you know, you kind of look at the big beautiful sky and the night, and you're like, "Damn, what's going on up there?" You know, because we're just like a tiny little planet hurling through space like super fast, and uh, yeah, it's crazy. Like I, you'd only imagine the soap opera that's going on up there, and the civilizations that are at war, and like you know, uh, civilizations are coming and going. Now, as far as the force, you know, uh, the 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 running woo woo theory. Okay, so I'm going to go into woo-woo territory. And again, guys, we're, we're sipping the maybe juice. Don't know. Don't know if this is true or not. You, you know, can 40, open up some... Reli- 40 seconds. Oh, okay. 40 seconds. So 
that that you know we have a soul and our souls jammed in or connected to this meat suit and our soul abides by roles rules that are different than ours and that you know we are all connected we are all one and this kind of like new age woo woo narrative it, it sounds like the force you know where you're connected everything's connected um the forces in everything everything's alive uh, you can feel it you can control it you can harness it there's kind of like good and evil and karma and so you know maybe maybe it's closer to reality than than we thought and um and that's why Star Wars resonates with us. It's like a truth that we just, we kind of forgot, but we kind of know. So what do you guys think? Call there in. Go. There you go. Per usual, we're, we're taking your phone calls. We've got one, one phone call on deck. Thanks for hanging tight. We'll get to you as soon as we come back from the break. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. We're here with Ash the Reptilian from Mars. And tonight we're talking about the Force. We're talking about Star Wars. And do you think the Force is actually something real? One more time, 702-957-1037. Give us a call. We'll put you on the phone, and we'll talk about more great stuff. Don't go anywhere. Be right back. Help Jews in poverty at helpjewsnow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange. I'm here with your co-host, Ash, the Reptilian from Mars. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. We are streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and DLive. Tonight, we are talking about the Force from Star Wars. And do you think it could be real? Kind of back to that old, age-old question of, do you think everything happens for a reason? Or do you think everything is just a big coincidence? I think you can kind of wrap that into the same conversation. And of course, we're taking your phone calls tonight. And if you want to be part of the show, we got a phone call we're going to go to right now. But if you want to be part of the show as well, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Welcome back, Ash. Are you there, buddy? Test one, two. Earth to Mars. Hello. Hello. Is this thing on? It sounds good. Sounds good. Yes. Let's do it. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, we're still talking. Nothing's changed. We're still talking about the force. We got a phone call. He's been waiting for us for a few minutes. So let's go to this and then we'll keep on trucking. What do you say? Sounds good. Punch it. Here we go. All right. So uh, you are on Trouble Minds with Mike and Ash. Uh, This is Derek. Am I right? 
Test one, two. Are you there? Derek, on the phone. You are on Troubled Minds with Mike and Ash. Are you there? Hello, this is Derek, and I think Mike is stupid. Okay. All right. Hate to put words in your mouth, Derek, but uh, <laughs> all right. So I, I'm going to. Uh, all right. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna hang this one up. We got another call coming in after that. I wonder if it's a, a bad connection or something. So anyway, all right. So if you want to be part of the show, we are taking your phone calls. We'll take this next one as it comes in seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven, and we'll we'll get talking about this and continue doing our thing. And uh, of course, what that thing is is talking about all the weird stuff, talking about all the all the strange things in the world, and uh, where this is the, the place to do it. So so you uh, as this call screen and gets in. Uh, so you were, you were making a point, Ash, before we had to t- take a quick break there uh, about uh, the the um, about the force and about the remote viewing and the rest of that. You want to you want to wrap that up real quick? If you would be yeah. so kind, my friend. Yeah, just kind of like recap, but also put a little more a little detail in it is that um, um, I- I'm looking for we'll, we'll actually play a clip at some point. We'll come we'll come back to this at some point later. Um, but yeah, that um, that what for whatever reason remote viewing seems to be possible based on these guys data and results this agency called farsight.org and um they remote viewed the inception of george lucas and is that was that what you want me to you want me to talk about all that right yeah we we can do that we can do that we've got two phone calls now so so whatever you want to talk about uh set set up the next part set up the next part and then we'll, we'll go to a couple calls here well, so um, so that you know, they're this remote viewing these powers, these superpowers. You know, they talked about these superpowers of like the, using the force and all this stuff back in ancient cultures. You know, Atlantis and and different things uh, of that nature. And supposedly, we we used to have these powers. We used to have these abilities, uh, or at least. Maybe we were just in tune with them. We were capable of using them. You know, uh, we talked about this on the Superpower Show uh, about Buddhists uh, floating, um, rainbow bodies. So it seems to be like this, this secret, this this veil behind reality where um, these things are possible. It doesn't make any sense, right? If you if you think about it logically, if you follow the science, but. You know, you hear these stories, you see this, like, uh, these evidence, and it pops up here and there, and there's all these history, those stories throughout history um, of of our, us having this potential and uh, potentially using it in the past. Maybe we're, we're a race that engineered these abilities and crash-landed on this planet and forgot where we came from. Maybe we came from Mars, right? Maybe you came from my pl- my home turf up here. Um, who's Who knows, you know? At, Time goes by, you know, if, if something happens on this planet and a thousand years from now, no one's going to remember crap from, from no one's going to remember troubled minds, you know, it's going to, things hey. change. And Hey man, <laughs> troubled minds is eternal. Don't give me that. You, you'll remember it in your soul, Mike. Exactly. You'll be doing, you'll be, you'll be doing uh minds troubled or something, you, you know, go. and uh, 10 lives from now, you know, but, uh, but yeah, it's a, uh, it's a crazy thing. And, um, these these abilities like where is this coming from how is this possible and it just it just it, it just kind of resonates with people and it, it feels like you know we're, we're missing we're missing a piece of ourselves and so when we watch these movies you're like oh man like the force and like i can learn it and become disciplined and be a good person and aspire <laughs> to like be this wizard 
you know, the spirit wizard back, in back real life. The, the spirit wizards, back to the space wizards. Uh, some some things <laughs> never die. Yeah, and, and I think that's I think that's a good point. Is it so? It, it's basically presented in Star Wars as a, a more of a discipline, right? They say that's like something that you can be be born with, but then also it's something you could develop. And so, and, and even in the later Star Wars, which you know, I'm not I'm not so happy about this, but they imply that everybody has the Force. Right with uh, the the middle one with uh, Ryan Johnson, if you guys remember that. Uh, anyway, if you haven't seen it, don't go watch it because you'll just be disappointed, in my opinion. But anyway, <laughs> there's my there's my jab. I got I got to stab somebody in the back. Okay, <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll shove some more in there. Don't okay. worry about yeah. it. All right, so yeah, the, the more coming. Don't worry. Uh, uh, Star Wars fanboys react <laughs> coming soon to a, a radio <laughs> show near you. Okay, so uh, we got a couple calls. Let's go to uh, the car- the copper mustache from YouTube. What's up? You're on Trouble Minds with Mike and Ash. How are you, my friend? Hey guys, what's going on? Doing our thing, uh, man. Ash, I gotta ask you. I gotta ask you first of all. You know, Domino's. You had the droid. My question would be: On Mars, what's the favorite top uh, topping on a Domino's pizza there? And do they deliver within thirty minutes? <laughs> that one's That's a good late. question. <laughs> I, I think so. You know. There's there's not much here, as you imagine. I try to order humans from the Amazon Mars Prime, you know, trying to get try to get a little extra food up here. And uh, no, they don't quite they don't quite make it out here. In fact, they just send out death squads to try and kill me. So <laughs> that's, yeah. that's not so convenient. Okay, so you got no special critters that go on there. Like you don't have like anchovy, um, you know, spiders or anything that you like on your pizzas there. They're just Mars-based. Oh, oh yeah. We got some special geysers up here. If you collect the stuff off of there and put it on your pizza, it'll knock you out for a week. That's that's, that's what we call oh, some real spice. Cool. Some so Martian spice. spice. Cool. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so the reason I, I called in was, uh, you know, I was 16 when uh, uh, Star Wars came out, and it was a pretty amazing time to be 16 when Star Wars came out. Uh, it, it was, you know, hey, we had Star Trek. We grew up with that, and it, it gave us a, a, a kind of a, a launch into um, Star Wars. That's why I always get upset when people go, oh, Star Trek's better than Star Wars, or Star Wars better than Star Trek. No, 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 it's not it at all. They, they're both amazing in their own rights. Um, but with Star Wars in particular, um it, it, you know, it's it's the story. It's it's the um, the point we're all fighting today, which is the um, point of interracial um, balances. You know, the people that you know, just because we're different, it didn't mean anything. I mean, you see Hans Stolz, Hans go into a uh, bar scene, and he's talking to some guy and all these different people are in there and they don't know how to speak uh, their own languages yet. Most of them get along. And if they don't, well, okay. Bye-bye. But uh, <laughs> then anyway, they shoot each other. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that seems but, realistic but to me. <laughs> it's, it's, it's amazing. It's a classic uh, Bible between good and, and, and evil. You know, there is no light without dark. There's no dark without light. And it made everybody think. I mean, everybody think about that. And whether you liked it or not, most people did not like, did not not like Star Wars. 
I'm, some people may say that, but everybody I've ever talked to in my life from day one, well, I like this one, but I didn't like that. Okay, well, you know what? It made you think. And that's what George did. He made you all think. Um, he made you want to project into the future. I mean, uh, think about it. It was like 1977 when that movie first came out. And in 1980s, uh, five, six years later, uh, what was President Reagan talking about? Star Wars. Star Wars. Strategic Defense Initiative. Yeah. Yes, he was. He certainly was. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Wasn't that yeah. amazing? Yeah. So, and and so, it's still being talked about today. And many of the same things, you know, um, the creatures, everything else you talk about, reptilians, everything else, it was, it's all pretty much the same thing. Both those franchises, Star Trek and Star Wars, that was the product of human uh, people thinking about what the future could be like. So how do they think about that? Probably because they were from that. And that's where I'll leave it off. All right. All right. <laughs> Good stuff, my man. I appreciate nice. the call. I like the segue. Yeah, that yeah, was awesome. Definitely. Uh, thanks for the call. That's uh, that's Copper Mustache. Thanks for calling in. I uh, appreciate your take on that. And uh, I, th- I think I think you're right in a lot of ways there. Is that uh, it, like Star Wars itself, even if you want to just call it cinema, it changed the paradigm of, of the way people think, right? Uh, people were no longer thinking uh, in terms of, uh, you know, uh, terrestrial things. They were thinking in terms of extraterrestrial things. And I, and I think it's a valuable thing. I think definitely. Um, any uh, any hot take on that before we go to the next call, Ash? No, it's it's a good point. It is a good point where I think, you know, uh, there's a certain sadness I just remember, I realized is that like Star Wars was exciting. And I think that, you know, after World War II, uh, we as a race thought the sky was the limit. We wanted to go to the moon. We wanted to do all these things. Um, And like when Star Wars came out, everyone's looking to the skies. Then what kind of, what happened after that though? Like, I feel like, you know, according to according to secret insiders of uh, David Wilcock, <laughs> but uh, 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 that like we did do a lot of these things. We do interact with aliens. We do all this stuff. It's just we do it in secret, right? It's like a lot of this is happening on the down low, and I can't say whether or not that's true or not. But um, I think people, I think people desire to be a part of. Um, you know the collect the the world the you the galaxy right to like to you know it's funny it's like you know we say the world now at some point we're gonna say the galaxy like in Star Wars, um and it was such a mental shift and it took something that is normally kind of weird and taboo aliens and space and it made it fun and it made it cool and it it just it resonated with people and it, yeah it changed their mindset on it for sure definitely and uh, so that's a really good point. Interesting. And I just, where the, where the hell is my spaceship? Basically, you know? Yeah. Right. Uh, back in the Jet, Jetsons days. And, uh, and even, even basically all of Hollywood said by now we should have flying cars. So I want to know WTF, please, please. Where's our damn flying cars? Get, get at least here. our hoverboard. Give us the, hoverboard. where's the, <laughs> I actually saw an article, uh, just a couple days ago where they were talking about hoverboards are now real, actually real. And of course it doesn't look like the skateboard as you would expect. It looks like uh, like a drone. Like it's got like a bunch of propellers underneath this thing. And, uh, oh, it, it, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I saw that yeah, and I yeah. thought it was CHI at first. And then I was like, wait a minute. 
Yeah, I think it's coming. I think it's coming to a, uh, a Walmart near you. <laughs> Made in China, of course. All right, we, <laughs> we got another phone call. Thanks for, uh, thanks for being patient and letting us ramble on here. Uh, you're on Trouble Minds with Mike and Ash. What's your first name? Where are you calling from? Testing one, two. This was the call before. Hey. What's up? I can hear you this time. Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Hear you just fine. Go ahead, sir. What's your first name? Sure. Where are you calling from? I'm, my name is Derek. Okay, Derek. Go right ahead, Derek. What's on your mind tonight? Hey, I just wanted to let you know um, I have something to tell you about awareness. I basically, I used to be one of those people that uh, I did a lot of drugs, basically. And the thing is, once you quit, the thing is, if you're around people who are experiencing certain um spirits or whatever, or say like alcohol or marijuana or whatever, you can feel that from people. It's almost like a field. So I'm saying like, I think awareness is like a field where it's like you can sense people, they're on certain drugs or whatever, even though you're not on the drugs, you can feel like you're experiencing those drugs. I see. I see. So yeah. So so you're you're saying that uh, we have an innate way of maybe through hallucinogenics or other uh, types of things that change our state of being uh, that other people can sense that like it is it is part of some field around us that our our energy level or something within that changes and other people can detect that. Is that what you're saying here? Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying if you like look at it this way, if you let's say you've uh, you know. I'm just going to put it bluntly. Let's say you've uh, gotten high for 20 years and you quit for 20 years or 10 years or five years or one year. And you're around people that are around that. They say, you know, you might get a contact high. I don't believe in that anymore. I believe that if you're in the field of people who are actually smoking, that you actually somehow, for some reason, you adapt to that field and you become high because I was working at a place and I had not been around any kind of marijuana for a long time. Right. And someone kept coming into work and they kept coming into work high from marijuana. And I was like, why do I keep feeling like I'm high? And I think it's because I was around the awareness of what they were actually feeling at the time. You know what I'm saying? And because maybe, I had adapted to that awareness of being high around marijuana that I was able to like kind of like uh, connect to this dude who was smoking weed when he was coming into work and I was getting high too because it's like I knew what it was like or whatever. So it's like it was very strange because I was getting high at work and I wasn't smoking any kind of weed or anything. So that's why I was like maybe a field Maybe it's like a field, like an awareness field, where it's like everybody's connected to the field. And if you know, okay, I've been drunk before, or I've been high before or something, you can connect with that field, even though you're not. Okay, fantastic point. I have no idea what happened to your phone. It just literally cut off. So that, that's Derek with a, with a great point, great call there. I appreciate appreciate you calling. Sorry about having to cut you off, but your, your phone literally just went click. 
So I don't know what's up with that. Did you catch catch a bunch of that, Ash? I think he's got a point. I think, yeah. you know, and the force says all living things are connected. Let me play a quick clip here. Now, now this fits into exactly what he's saying. And then uh, you get you get uh, first crack at this. This is sure. Obi-Wan Kenobi feeling actual a disturbance in the force from negative things happening. I felt a great disturbance in the force as if millions of voices suddenly cried out in terror and were suddenly silenced. I fear something terrible has happened. And of course, if you guys don't know, that's the scene in which they, they destroyed Alderaan in the first, epi- uh, first, uh, first Star Wars, and so he felt it. They were far away from it, but when a million voices cried out at once and then were silenced, he was far away, but because of that awareness, exactly like Derek was saying there, he was able to tune in to the fact that uh, terrible, terrible things went down somewhere else. So, so go ahead, Ash. I know there's lots of good stuff to, to tackle here. No, yeah. Um, it's really interesting. It's, um, you know, so they say people who have near-death experiences um, become active, you know, kind of like the sixth sense. They, they gain a sixth sense. They see spirits. Or they'll hear things, or they see things moving. Some of them become clairvoyant. Um, you know, a lot of seers, uh, a lot of people who uh, see the dead and all that, is basically because they have this near-death experience. So it's kind of like when you take DMT, when you do certain drugs, it's almost like you're you're disconnecting your soul. You're killing your body, right? So that you can be in your soul more. It's like your soul is trapped in your body. So if you can kill the body a bit, then you can kind of access more of the soul. And by doing that, it's like training wheels. You you get a feel for it, right? You get a feel for whatever that experience is, whether it is a soul, I don't know. I mean, I don't know, but like that would be if I had to put my money on it and guess that's what it would be. Like maybe you have a soul and you're disconnecting from your body so you can you can access it. And once you once you become familiar with that, if someone else is um, doing drugs, you're, you're, you're kind of experienced with that. You have that, you have that feeling. It's, it's like if you know music and you hear music, you know, you can kind of put it out. Right. Whereas, uh, if you just, if you don't know anything about music, you listen to a song, you're just like, it sounds good, but you don't know, right. You don't know the nuance of it. Right. So it's, it's potentially the same thing where you're feeling him moving around in his soul and stuff. Right, so the the trick there is the four to five and you resolve to one. That's that good music feeling. You want a lesson, let me know. <laughs> but yeah, no, <laughs> that's totally, it's, to, it's like, a, it's exactly how they do it. Or it's like, you can, I think you can go a three to four and then also resolve to the one. But anyway, like that's music theory, nor, neither here nor there. But you're right, there's like, and, and the thing is with well, no, music too in particular, that's, there's a frequency. Yeah, yeah, like, go it's ahead. Like, it's like yeah, a yeah, perfect yeah. frequency tone from like one step to the next. And when you do it properly, it's, uh, you know, like, and I say properly, not meaning that pop music is the best or anything, but just meaning that the transition from a tone to the next tone uh, has a resonance with our brain, with our, with our, um, uh, our, what, our, our magnetic, whatever, our being. It, 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 when you do it right, it definitely connects. And there's a reason why, uh, for instance, you know, uh, when you're when you're listening to a song, uh, you get uh, you know you get people re-listening to a song they love over and over and over and over again because there's this dopamine hit. There's this uh, you know uh, I really love this and it's uh, you know it's kind of like uh, I hate to say brainwashing because I don't think it's that in all cases, but I think I think in some capacity it, it is that you know um, it's it's kind of hacking the brain more like that. Um, we got we got Derek on the phone. Uh, he called back. So uh, quick point, Ash. Let's go to him and then we'll we'll take a, take a break here. That's a good point about music. It's like 
if it's like if you try to describe a sense to someone who doesn't have it, like it's impossible. Like describe the sense of taste. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's like it's such a hard thing to do. Well, it's kind of like music. You're literally hearing frequencies like the math of the universe. You can hear it. You can. It sounds good and bad to you. I mean, that's kind of insane, like all to begin with. And so music has like a vibe to it, which is like the force, right? It's like the soul. It's like um, a good noise and a bad noise, you know? Um, so, yeah, that was a good point. It's pretty interesting. Maybe I will take that lesson, Mike. All right. I'll take it. Uh, just resolve to the one. Pretty much wherever you're at, resolve the one. You're good to go. Uh, actually, a perfect fifth is good too. Okay. So anyway, we're going to. Uh, well, that's what we're doing tonight. We got we got a phone call here uh, that just dropped again. So uh, we'll if Derek calls back, we'll take when we get back from uh, from the after the the break at the top of the hour here. But anyway, so we're talking about Star Wars tonight. And is the Force real? I know we're a day late from May the Fourth be with you, but we're going to just say May the fifth be with you, and we're going to run with it that way because well, day late and a dollar short story of my life. But uh, it's okay. It's okay. We're, that's what we're here doing, and we're talking about this. So we're looking to hear from you. If you want to be part of the show tonight, phone number is up, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. I'm Michael Strange. This is Ash, the reptilian from Mars. We are Troubled Minds, and we're going to be right back talking about more of this stuff and looking to hear from you. Phone number's up, troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link. Get your ass in here. We want to hear from you. Do you think the Force is real? That's the conversation tonight. That's what we're doing. That's why we are exactly, uh, exactly where we're at. Exactly where we're meant to be tonight. And I think it's, uh, I think it resonates. I think I'm feeling good. And I think that, uh, yeah, hell yeah, double hell yeah. Uh, I, I love Star Wars. I love the idea. I love that uh, it's got the mythology of the good versus evil. And uh, yeah, there's a lot to talk about, a lot to think about, and that's what we do on the show. Thanks for hanging out with us. Don't go anywhere. More Star Wars conversation. Is the Force real? After the break, we'll be right back. time to start firing up the grill from city to shore acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season download the acme app the shop for this season's essentials any way you want open the acme app clip your deals then order your items online an experienced acme associate will carefully select your groceries bag your order and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. 
It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Broadcasting live from a secret bunker just off the extraterrestrial highway. Somewhere in the desert sands outside of Las Vegas. From somewhere in space time, loosely labeled Generation X on planet Earth. questions of you in earnest into the digital darkness. Good evening and welcome to Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange. I'm here with your co-host, Ash, the reptilian from Mars, and we'd like to say hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. What's up, guys? It's Wednesday nights, and that's the night, one of the nights we get together to talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. You know what those things are? Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the overall feeling that we live in the upside down. This show is live. If you want to be part of the show tonight at any point, you can give us a call at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can also join the Discord and be part of the show that way. You can go to troubledminds.org. That's the official website. Phone number's on top. Discord link is right on top. You cannot miss it. And we are also streaming on DLive, Facebook, and YouTube. We're reading the chat, catching up with folks over there. And we're broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And tonight... We are discussing the Force from Star Wars. And do you think this could be real? They said that uh, it's a living entity that binds the galaxy together. We'll play the actual clip from the movie in just a sec here as we get going. But uh, let's say let's say hello, actually. Let's see. Let's make sure that uh, the, the reception to Mars is good. Earth to Mars, do you copy? Do you copy? Ash, are you there? I am here, humans. Yes. Be graced by my presence. Yes. I like it. I love it. Welcome to the show. So, uh, so the Force, man, we, we, were, we, we had some good points before we took the break there. Um, you got some uh, remote viewing stuff we're going to get to tonight. But uh, I think, uh, you know, uh, generally speaking, what do you believe about the Force? Do you believe that it's a, um, you know, that it's possible that we have some sort of electromagnetic something that binds the galaxy together? Or do you think that, again, it's a bunch of woo-woo? It's a bunch of it's a bunch of hogwash, and we're here spinning our wheels in the digital darkness. What do you think, my man? Hey, man. Either there's nothing to it, and you live and die, and nothing matters, or uh, you know, there's a whole world of spirituality there, and uh, it just seems like it's it's tough because you 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 can feel. Right, you can feel there's a truth and energy, a spirituality to the universe, and you know it, it, it's kind of funny to think of Star Wars as spirituality, right? It's like um, 
you know, they are these like Jedi wizards and they're uh, they're telling you to be good at force of good and feel this energy and certain people are more attuned to it and not it's everywhere. I don't know. It's, 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 it's pretty far out there, but the more you research this kind of stuff, the more these two worlds kind of come together. So, I mean, I thought well, once I, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to look at things logically, look at the world and I'm going to do my own research into the woo uh, and try and find the truth, you know, and I was surprised to find so much evidence of the soul and stuff like this. So, man, at this point, you know, I don't know, man. You know, I, I know not, I know everything and nothing all at the same time. It's it's tough to make a call. <laughs> um, and it's it's totally possible, though. And and you see this with uh, alien abductions and alien stuff that some of these beings supposedly are just more advanced than us and, and have access to these abilities more than we would, right? Um, astral projection, remote viewing, telekinesis, you see that a lot. Telepathy. Uh, I think there's telepathy in Star Wars, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're able to, to communicate uh, through just through their mental faculty, faculty right? So uh, when Obi-Wan uh, tells Luke, he's, Obi-Wan's actually dead, but he sends it to him through the Force. Use the Force, Luke. Trust your feelings. Remember all that? So yeah, definitely, for sure. Yeah, and and and, and there's uh, stories of these um, extraterrestrials. And there's lots of different stories, man. So it's not like just like one dude of uh, certain more benevolent extraterrestrials who are are garbed in ro- robes, you know. And so uh, they're in robes. They're higher spirituality. They're more advanced, right? And they have uh, more powers. They can kind of blip in and out of existence and. I don't know. There's just so much parallel when you dig deep. And is is it is it a chicken and egg? It's a chicken and egg problem, right? Is it did what was Star Wars the idea that these these um these fake experiences come from or is there a greater truth and that Star Wars is a reflection of it? Hmm, that's a good question. Yeah, and so again like like kind of like we said when we started the show in the first hour there is that uh there's there's a um you know, uh, George Lucas was a anthropology major, which many people don't know. And so he, he was kind of tuned in to some of those old mythologies uh, from all over the world. And so there's the hero's journey, which is Luke Skywalker kind of starts as the farm boy, right? The archetype of the, the basic hero that, that has to go through the trials and then, you know, face, uh, you know, face a tragedy. And then, you know, which is when he loses and in, in, in the fight to finds out Darth Vader's his father. Spoiler alert for all the people that, you know, talking about a 50 year old movie or whatever. But, but I mean, you know, like there's, it, it's, it's exactly the Gotta same cancel thing. Mew. Yeah, exactly. They're going to cancel us now, man. Jeez. Spoiling 50-year-old movies. (laughs) Yeah, uh, but I mean, uh, so there's a whole part of that that uh, it does tap into those old tales like uh, Gilgamesh and some other things, right? You can combine combine so many of these things into the one story, and that's what George Lucas did, right? So, you know, he was innovative in doing some, um, you know, some visual effects that hadn't been done yet, and that seriously worked. Uh, to his advantage in a big way. But then he was telling kind of like you said, it's like, it's like space cowboys, right? It's like a, a three part play. It's like, like, like there's so many things about it that were done in a traditional manner. Uh, and even, uh, you know, kind of the hero's journey and the, the struggle and the whole thing, redemption and the whole bit. 
is that, uh, you know, it, it, it sort of wrote itself and he just kind of had to, had to, you know, fill in the blanks, really, the, the characters and kind of uh, the details because it's, it's been out there. And you know what's interesting, too? So I've been watching a lot of Star Trek, the original Star Trek on, um, on Netflix. It's on there, the, the, the whole, the, the amazing old ones, right, with uh, Captain Kirk and Spock and all that. And so I was like, when I was, when I was a youngster, my grandfather used to watch them. And so I'd watch them sometimes with him and they were great. You know, they're still great. Uh, you know, some of them are low cringe, but hey, I'm sure some of our shows are low cringe, too. So, you know, it's OK. We get by we do what we can but uh you know like i'm watching it and i'm re-watching these things and i've seen a lot that i haven't seen of course but then in some cases i'm seeing direct ripoffs from star star trek to uh, lucas's star wars <laughs> like almost line for line for instance uh okay let's play this clip real quick it's a kind of uh, bridge the gap on what we were talking about just a second ago uh before we took that, that break there this is what obi-wan said I felt a great disturbance in the force, as if millions of voices suddenly cried out in terror and were suddenly silenced. I fear something terrible has happened. Okay, so again, now that's when Alderaan was destroyed in the original Star Wars, right? Now, I was watching the the original Star Trek, and Spock is chilling on the bridge doing his thing, and he does the same thing. He grabs his head and bends over, doubled in pain, and everybody's like, what's wrong, Spock? What's wrong? And he's like, I feel like... A bunch of Vulcans just died, right? <laughs> and I'm like, what? No, come on. Straight ripoff. So again, you know, this, I, I don't think Lucas did anything original, you know, and the more I see, and that's just one example. I've got 20 examples from that Star Trek series, the original series. I'm only into uh, season three on that, uh, kind of rewatching them. But yeah, I mean, it's been out there, man. It's been out there. But yeah, yeah, anyway, I hate, I hate to ruin the... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Madib says, Spock said that about the 400 Vulcan that died. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. So it was a ship that, that uh, exploded or something with some alien, something or other, and he did that. He, he had that same reaction that Obi-Wan did, except he had like this mind-meld connection sort of with uh, the Vulcan race, right? So interesting, interesting concepts that, uh, again, like you said, the chicken or the egg, I think it's uh, Lucas didn't create anything. I think it was in the air and he kind of seized it and uh, mixed it with some amazing effects and bam, we have Star Wars as we know it today. But hey, you know, I'm just a cynical asshole. What do I know? <laughs> oh, uh, can I say that on the radio? Uh, maybe I can. Maybe I can't. <laughs> I'm a, how about a, I'm a cynical a-hole. Let's uh, clean it up. Just in case. Man, we're going to get canceled. you canceled. Star Wars. Canceled. <laughs> canceled. Yeah, got no. you going, Mike. We, yeah, got, we got the blood flowing tonight, exactly, man. Right? Star exactly. Wars. Totally, totally. But you see what I'm saying, though. So, it, like, there's a lot of that mythology, like the archetype of the hero and, the, you know, the, the villain and all that stuff. The mentor, you know, uh, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi is Gandalf, who is also Merlin. I mean, there's so many things that really kind of date back to these stories of old that are just kind of uh, dying for the retelling. Uh, so, yeah, not to uh, not to cut you off there and uh, go into a tangent, but uh, I, I did. So. No, no, you're, you're good. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's too late. Too How late. dare you? How too dare you? No, uh, no it, it actually, you know, what's funny is um, in uh, a lot of, uh, you know, I, I don't even, half the time I don't remember where these things come from. So I'm just kind of mentioning things I have heard and I've read. Where that you know uh, wars have happened uh, in space. There's been uh, the galaxies is a pretty scary place. The things there's um, lots of wars going on and fights, and some civilizations lose their home planets, and that kind of stuff supposedly happens. And that uh, one point um, there was a they remote viewed a monk 
uh, getting because because these stories were in religious texts, right? Of of the war in the heavens, and they're in a lot of different religious texts that really should not have like had this same information. Like the Greek gods fought each other and all that kind of stuff. Um, and they they like they tried to trans like go back to a source and find like a, a moment where this kind of stuff starts seeping into uh, the human collective. And there was literally like aliens like st- like standing over um, some monks because back in the day the monks were the one pr- who uh, transcribed history. They like, kind of wrote it down in books, right? And they were beaming that information into his head and it just kind of like you know updating humans, like trying to keep that in our our. Um, or DNA or history. And who's to say that, you know, humanity could have literally been a, a space race. We lost. And now we've been banished to earth. Right. And we're just like, um, you know, it's kind of like uh, tigers, like eating people. It's like, well, we can't have tigers eating people. So now we have them in zoos. Who's this? Who knows, man? <laughs> what? <laughs> Who, what I'm, what I'm saying is like, we could have been a, this could have been our reality and and that the human race could have been out there it could be in our dna we lost and now we're you know we're just a zoo animal like we 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 lost like you know what i'm saying and like we've lost the right to to kind of control our destinies and now and it's it's a wild theory but like you you don't know and and so there's all these like things that we kind of like uh we see like star wars was a worldwide phenomenon it hit hard and it hit fast it just resonated with people kind of like with star trek right it's like there's there's some truth to it and um you know uh, i'm just anyway i'm just throwing out some ideas that could potentially be there i actually do have a clip uh from the remote viewing trailer of the star wars thing we don't have to play that right now but um they they there's a little bit of a little clips from what what they saw and then there's like a, a really quick um recap of what they thought um, and it's basically, like I said earlier, it's a uh, remote viewing of George Lucas deriving the idea and the thoughts to make Star Wars. And uh, what they found was uh, it was derived from his past lives, uh, his history. So, which is what they say. It's like, we have souls, we reincarnate, and we've been all sorts of different things, beings all over the galaxy. Which is nuts. It's nuts if that ends up being true. That's the kind of stuff it's hard to believe. It's It sounds crazy, but... You know, at the end of the day, nobody knows what happens when you close your eyes. <laughs> maybe you maybe you wake up as Blue Plop 5 on, uh, you know, on a Star Wars planet. I don't know. <laughs> right, or... or uh... Or, or maybe the, uh, the, the, the alien invasion will be uh, Darth Vader and uh, that, his crew. <laughs> How terrible would that be? <laughs> oh, man. There'd be so many, there'd be so many people who'd be like, yes, choke me, big dark daddy. <laughs> I'm just saying. I've, I've, I've read some fan fiction. I'm just saying. <laughs> it, sounds like it. it sounds like it. Okay. So then this is Obi-Wan explaining exactly what the Force is. So we're talking tonight about uh, Star Wars. And so not only the parallels of like ancient mythology and those sorts of things like the archetype of the hero and the, the mentor and uh, the villain and all these other things, right? The, the trials of the hero, kind of like Hercules, right? That sort of thing. But also 
about the force itself. Is the force real? Could this be real? Uh, we've heard, uh, you know, we did a show not too long ago on superpowers and people that claim telekinesis or people, you know, the one guy that ate the entire uh, little airplane. Remember that? <laughs> or, you know, like uh, like all kinds of crazy stuff. The, the, the kid that had super what, strength. Was that real? I think that Man, was Man, was that dude. real? I think that was real. <laughs> I think that's real. If you don't know what we're talking about, a few shows back, superpowers. Uh, apparently a dude ate an entire plane in small pieces over the course of two years. So anyway, <laughs> just what the, the dude, I believe that 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 is crazier to me than like aliens, like breeding with humans to make like you. that is so crazy to me. Like, what did he start with the <laughs> propeller? I have no, so no. many questions. <laughs> they cut it into did he cook pieces. it? No, I don't think did so. Did he cook? I think he what just, the heck? It, it, he swallowed it and it passed through. Yeah, I mean. He passed the whole plane through his body. In two years. At little. In two years, yeah. So little at a time, yes. Yeah, uh, that's what's a again, joke. There's a joke there. I can't find there's gotta it. There's got to be a joke there. There's got to be a joke. There's All a right. joke there. So anyway, this is what we're talking about tonight. And we're, we're discussing whether the force could be real, right? Is there a, an actual force out there that binds the galaxy together? Meaning that uh, are we all connected in some way? And, you know, it's a little bit woo-woo. But also, I, I think there's a lot of merit to this with electromagnetic fields and the fact that our bodies are, you know, mostly kind of biomechanical things. And that, you know, that the, the synapses in our brain that fire electricity. I mean, there's a whole lot there that kind of makes sense to this. So anyway, this is what Obi-Wan describes the Force as. And this is what we're talking about tonight. A young Jedi named Darth Vader, who was a pupil of mine until he turned to evil, helped the Empire hunt down and destroy the Jedi Knights. He betrayed and murdered your father. Now the Jedi are all but extinct. Vader was seduced by the dark side of the Force. The Force? The Force is what gives the Jedi his power. It's an energy field created by all living things. It surrounds us and penetrates us. It binds the galaxy together. And there it is. There's the explanation. That's as it's introduced in the original Star Wars from Obi-Wan, again, the mentor, right? So this is Gandalf. This is Merlin. And he's describing this all-powerful thing that uh, it does all those things he, he described. It's, uh, it's amazing. I mean, you know, uh, if, you, if you don't actually, uh, I don't know. I don't want to claim you're a little dead inside if it doesn't, like, you know, open up your brain to some amazing possibilities. Even in a fictional world, I... I don't, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. So so that's what we're talking about tonight. Phone number's up if you want to be part of this. We had a couple great calls already. Uh, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And uh, you can join the Discord at troubledminds.org. Taking your calls on Discord as well. Let's make sure nobody's over there yet. We're good. All right. So uh, that's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, so there's more here. Let me uh, let me get into this real fast. So, uh, so not only that, recently uh, there was uh, this... Article by the New York Times, all right? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop this, and you guys can check this out. Again, as always, follow my sources. I am not correct hardly ever, all right? I'm not. This is not a fight to be right. It's not that. It's just not that. Uh, this is, this is a, uh, you know, a time to get together and have a conversation and kind of expand your mind a little bit and you know, consider possibilities you may not otherwise. But here we go. Uh, this is from uh, the New York Times, and it, it goes a little something like this. The headline reads, 
a tiny particle's wobble could upend the known laws of physics. Experiments with particles known as muons suggest that there are forms of matter and energy vital to the nature and evolution of the cosmos that are not yet known to science. And this got tweeted, actually, uh, as... As a, uh, you know, exactly that. And then the Star Wars folk, especially Mark Hamill in particular, latched onto this as a, as a, uh, you know, hey, look, maybe this is what the force really is. And maybe this is a real thing in our world. So I got a, I got a little clip on that to play. Let's see what we at time wise. Let's just play it. Let's just uh, kind of narrow it down to that. And then we'll get into some remote viewing after the break and do our thing. But here we go. This is the Muon G minus two. Listen to this. There's not too much that Professor Fred Gray can't tell you. The force that we see in Star Wars, I think, is a, a metaphorical construct. About one of his favorite movies growing up. The Star Wars movies were certainly, um, yeah, the entertainment of my childhood. Gray is the head of physics and astronomy at Regis University, and part of his work is studying cosmic particles called muons. But a muon is a subatomic particle that has a lot in common with the electron. Gray is part of a team of researchers who have been collecting data from these tiny particles for the past 20 years as part of an experiment called Muon G-2, an experiment that has him questioning if there is some truth to the force. We bring them into a large magnet. They make laps like around a racetrack in circles around this magnet, and we watch their spins turn around and we measure how large the magnetic field is that they're experiencing. The virtual fields that sometimes manifest themselves as virtual particles popping out of the vacuum just long enough to affect the muon spin a little bit. Gray says it's this process that is challenging the known laws of physics. It appears that our current understanding, the standard model of particle physics, um, yeah, it is not quite enough to account for the rate of the muon spin rotation that we observed in our experiment. Like, there needs to be something more. And caught the attention of some stars of his favorite movie. I've really been super exciting to finally be able to get to talk about the results. Gray hopes it might even catch the eye of Star Wars producer George Lucas. Not yet, although who knows who he's called within the collaboration. In Denver. I'm not so used to getting so much attention to uh, to things that, uh, that I worked on. Byron Reed, 9 News. Okay, so then they found this ex- ex- extra version of a... Uh, here we go. Experiments with particles known as muons suggest that there are forms of matter and energy vital to the nature and evolution of the cosmos that are not yet known to science. And this is exactly where uh, uh, Mark Hamill of uh, Luke Skywalker fame, who, who played the actor, he was the actor that played Luke Skywalker in the Star Wars movies, he kind of latched onto this and tweeted it, saying uh, something to the effect of, I knew it, the force is real, right? And so uh, that kind of uh, got a bunch of attention, as it does, right, when you can link science to uh, Star Wars. Well, then people are talking about it all over the damn world, aren't they? So so anyway, uh, pretty good stuff here. I think that uh, when you're talking about like unknown forces in nature and uh, the rest of this, I think it's... Uh, I think it's a good, uh, it's a good segue anyway. And uh, as you know, we're talking about Star Wars tonight. Anything to add to that, Ash? We got maybe a minute left before we take a break, and then we'll get to get to your link there uh, afterward and uh, talk about the aliens and Star Wars and the rest of that too. But uh, anything else, real quick on that? Uh, the Muon G minus two and the weird particles of nature. You know, based on the size of the universe, which I just kind of reviewed. A couple of days ago, and actually, uh, it got even bigger. <laughs> it's like holy crap! It's so vast and huge. It's um, uh, it'd be, it would be 
um, a mistake to assume that we know most of what there is to know. And um, look, we UFOs are real. That's official now, right? And UFOs literally disappear. They slip in and out of this dimension is the theory. So if that's the kind of crap that's out there, then who knows, man? <laughs> who knows what's out there? So we're talking about Star Wars. What do you think is real? Do you think the Force is real? Have you had an experience? Call in. We want to hear from you. Love to hear from you guys. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You're listening to Troubled Minds. I'm Mike. This is Ash. We're hanging out talking Star Wars tonight. Could the Force be real? Could it not? You make up your mind. Don't go away. Be right back with more great talk after the break. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange. I'm here with your co-host, Ash, the Reptilian from Mars. We are streaming on Facebook, YouTube, and DLive. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And tonight, we are talking about Star Wars. Meaning, there's a thing called the Force. It binds the galaxy together. Do you think this is real? Do you think it's possible that maybe we don't know anything about anything yet, and these concepts may actually be possible? That's the conversation tonight, uh, among other things, with Star Wars and that whole universe, and how it kind of changed the paradigm of how people think, even though it's just a movie. It's just a movie, they say. Well, <laughs> what if it's not? What if it's more than a movie? Welcome back to the show. Ash, Earth to Mars. Earth to Mars. Are you there, buddy? Beep, 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 beep. Beep, 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 beep. I'm here. All right, all right. I'm here for I'm here for the Comic Con convention. Nice. Is, is that do I do I have the, am I at the right place? I think you're in the right spot. You're definitely in the right spot. You don't need a costume. It's all good. You're just like you look right now is fine. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> speak, Great. Speak I'm here, here for the Twi'leks. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. So so uh, which of course, women. if you don't know what that is, of course, that's an alien race in Star Wars, right? And uh, oh, that's actually the uh, the the uh, in in the Return of the Jedi, I'll frame it so you guys know that these Star Wars fans, the Job of the Hut, the vile gangster Job of the Hut, actually had a a, a Twi'lek Twi'lek dancer uh, that had like uh, tentacles on her head, right? And uh, this looked very human, other than the tentacles on her head. I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's 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 all fine and well, right? But uh, okay, so regarding uh, this remote viewing and these things, uh, you got to <laughs> send me some, send me some images here. No, uh, I say, uh, you know, I, if the chat. <laughs> The, the 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 stream deserves to see, right? Okay. They, so right. I sent you, sent you some Twi'lek um, example photos. 
You know? All right, I'm going to put them up on the stream. But okay, uh, go ahead. I, I think a new a new a new fetish is born tonight, Mike. Probably. <laughs> I, I, I actually don't think this is new. I don't think this is new. But okay. Well, okay. for me it is. Okay. All right. All right. This reptilian's hot blooded. There you tonight. go. Tonight. All right. So let's get let's get us going on the uh, on what what uh, th- this next thing is regarding uh, Star Wars and the uh, the actual uh, alien races uh, that uh, George Lucas kind of used to employ uh, the uh, the the mythology here. Yeah, so um, I saw one thing that kind of uh, I was rewatching Star Wars, or I was looking at the uh, the books or something like that, some artwork, and I saw something, and I was like, "Wait, what the heck?" And it was your dear old my favorite alien, the Mantis. Okay, so if you guys don't know about me, okay, I am a Mantis aholic. I I had done research on the alien stuff, and it was kind of the reason I called in, because no one was talking about these things. And, uh, yeah, it looked like there was this alien, and it looked like a giant praying mantis. And I thought it was weird, and I thought we should talk about it. Well, I saw one of these freaking things in Star Wars. And so, you know, that led me to look at all the aliens in Star Wars. And there's a lot of uh, weirdness with uh, supposedly real extraterrestrials. So I wanted to kind of grab some of these and show you. Here's what the uh, here's what the real aliens supposed to look like, and here's what it looks like in Star Wars. And you tell me, is there something weird here? You tell me. Yeah. What am I doing? Should, I, should we play anything? What am I doing? <laughs> Oh, I, I guess I was segueing to myself. Okay, so you, you okay, said that anyway, like, a, like, so, like dance, Michael Strains. Okay, here we go. I'm, I'm dancing. All right, <laughs> go, ahead. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, I, I guess I was expecting like a ooh, ooh. ah. <laughs> I need a laugh track oh, yeah, or something exactly. like a clapping and a laugh track. All right, all right. So, so okay, so let's start with the classic, the best of all alien races, the reptilians right so there is this bosk and uh, and your nerdy self can correct me on the names because i know you will it's bosk he's uh, a bounty hunter. okay yeah go ahead i know exactly what you're talking so, about yeah so um there's this like reptilian race so i'm gonna just send you pictures and this is what they look like in star wars and this is supposedly what they look like in real life right and um, those pictures will be up shortly. Uh, you're gonna have a lot of fun doing this, Mike. Is there is there an easy yeah. way to do this? No, it's okay. This will work. So so uh, basically, okay. uh, we're, we're uh, just putting them up on the stream. We gotta describe this is a radio show. Remember, we gotta describe what. Uh, uh, so the Twilight looks like a uh, an actual um, you know a human with uh, green skin and has tentacles as uh, like two tentacles kind of protruding from their head that hang down like hair behind them. Right. So we have to make sure we describe describe it audio style oh the twi'leks yes yeah, yeah. like a beautiful dancing dancer kind of woman with uh with uh sorry anyway i mean uh yeah 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 the the frills off their heads yeah so this is what i'm talking about is the the bosque it literally looks like a reptilian and i think this was pre reptilian conspiracy theory stuff right i don't think i don't think reptilian really had any traction at this point um and yeah they're like literally lizard people in suits and um mm-hmm. They're kind of abrasive, and I think they eat humans and stuff, and just uh, direct parallels with uh, with the reptilian conspiracy theories of, of of today. I thought that was pretty strange, you know. And um, yeah, it's like pretty freaking on the money, if you ask me. Yeah. That so, one. so this, so this not not to burst your bubble, but this idea is not new. I mean, th- this goes back to you know to ancient times, even like people with the the reptilian. Uh, 
you know, uh, like you can even go back to even even in modern times, go back to uh, 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 actually, I, maybe not. I take that back. I was going to say Land of the Lost with the Slee Stack. But I think maybe uh, I can. Uh, it was somewhere around the same time. So, yeah, maybe, maybe. But but the idea of a reptilian race living underground goes way back. So but it is okay. interesting. That's so, OK. So this bounty hunter named Bosk looks like a reptilian, like literally has kind of like a little bit of a pig nose in front, but uh, kind of yellowish skin. Scaly definitely has teeth that are more like like a dog's mouth, like dog teeth, but definitely of the reptile variety. Yeah, got him up on the stream if you guys want to check that out if you're watching. But that's that's the description. And if you want to know where to find this one, this, this guy was actually in uh, Empire Strikes Back and they sent him after Han Solo. There you go. Told you I'm a big giant Star Wars nerd. But uh, yeah, uh, so so yeah, that's <laughs> Bosk. That's Bosk and the alien, uh, the, the reptilian race there. So so yeah, uh, and we've got a picture of Ash, which I'll put up here too. If you guys want to see what Ash looks like? The most handsome, the most handsome of the of the beings. Uh, and you you can catch me on the uh, Bunny Show. I literally am live in reptilian form, talking and breathing and speaking, and you can see me. So uh, I'm not sure if that's this weekend. I think it's I'll have to check with her but um <laughs> but yeah so that happens if you want to see me in my real reptilian form and you can check me out on my YouTube channel and that's shamelessly plug I take this opportunity uh where you can see me also in my reptilian form uh and in my reptilian voice talking about all kinds of crazy conspiracy theories with aliens and pyramids and all kinds of stuff so check me out there all right, perfect. So, uh, so, so we got some other photographs here of rep- reptiles, reptilian aliens. So, so you're basically saying that there's a parallel here with what Star Wars and Lucas used, uh, based on uh, like the mantis. Uh, so, I do know the mantis makes a makes a uh, an appearance in the very first one in uh, in Star Wars. He's in the cantina. They have an, a mantis alien right there in the very first Star Wars of all crazy places, right? Um, but okay, we got we got Greedo up. Let's go to Greedo. Let's go to Greedo. Explain. This. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm saving the mantis for a little bit, a little bit more. We'll get to that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, you, can you actually explain these aliens? Because in, in Star Wars, I don't know about these things. You got you got Greedo, and then you got the uh, the music playing ones, and um, they resemble like traditional greys with a little bit of variance, right? Yeah, so Greedo is a, here you go, here's my big Star Wars nerd coming out, but Greedo is what's known as a Rodian, R-O-D-I-A-N, and he looks very much kind of like a, a mix between maybe a gray alien and a reptile, a reptilian of sorts, right? He's got a, kind of like scaly skin a little bit, he's got the big eyes, and uh, he has a weird, weird little mouth, kind of like a like a shortened anteater thing. But, uh, you know, he's famous for that shooting the Han Solo and, you know, that whole who shot first bit. But, uh, you know, I mean, he does look very, very much like, uh, you know, like a, like a modified gray alien of sorts. And I, th- and I think, uh, yeah, I think I, I didn't even think of it in terms of aliens, uh, Star Wars. But I think you're right. I think that uh, a lot of this was probably leaned on uh, the the mythology of what aliens may or may not be at that point. Uh, yeah, good, 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 uh, good digging this out, Ash. Uh, the guys, the, okay, so the guys in the band, the Cantina guys, I don't know what they're called, uh, but uh, hopefully you have something smart to say about them because I don't. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> no, I mean you're doing good so far. You're doing great. Um, but like uh, in general, there's a lot of beings that have larger heads and black eyes, right? which is kind of like the gray MO. Um, and so I included some other pictures. Uh, one of the uh, Adobe alien, which is kind of funny, Adobe alien. Uh, and I'll plug here too. I have the best footage 
potentially on the internet of the Adobe, the Adobe alien. So uh, check out my channel and check it out there and leave a comment. What do you think? Do you think it was an alien? Do you think it was a person with some shorts on their head, a shirt on their head? And then uh, the traditional gray picture. So anyway, some of the gray pictures. And then um, speaking of grays, um, we have some tall gray stuff. So I'm going to link those. So just dumping pictures and showing the parallels between um, some of the aliens in the show and some of what some of what we see. Um, so yeah, there's some more gray tall aliens. And in fact, the tall aliens, um, those tall ones with the long necks, in Star Wars. In in um, in alien mythology, they're geneticists. They're creating hybrids. They're doing all kinds of weird stuff. What are they in Star Wars? They're the cloners. They're the they're the cloners. Oops, that's not exactly what I to do. that's not what I wanted to do. It, uh, sorry. Um, and yeah, and they and they uh, in real life, um, there's like. Um, Supposedly, the the tall aliens are like uh, behind potentially human hybrid agenda, blah blah blah, cloning and geneticists. So that's that's another freaking weird parallel. Now we we got another we got another guy here, and then we'll we'll end up with the. There, I got some mores here. Like there's devil aliens, right? Devil aliens. Um, there's humanoid devil aliens. There's blue ones. I got those. I'll I'll dump those in. Um, but uh, we got. Who's Bigfoot? Come on. <laughs> Who's <the>? Chewy? <laughs> I can't do the Chewy. Yeah, freaking totally freaking chewy. Bigfoot. Help him fly the freaking the ship, right? You know? <laughs> He's the co-pilot. Bigfoot is the co-pilot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's totally true. Chewy. Chewy's Chewy's Bigfoot. Yeah, so yeah, interesting. Yeah. So uh so basically George Lucas kind of ripped off everything is what you're saying, right? <laughs> he kind of ripped it all off. Yeah. Well, or maybe he's just uh, streaming in consciousness and just kind of understood something and put it all together. He just knew. He just understood it, right? You know, Jordan from his past lives. There's that conspiracy theory that um, Bigfoot's like an interdimensional a- entity or an alien, and they just they live here on this planet. And so, who knows? They're flying a ship. Maybe, maybe uh, Chewie got stranded on Earth. <laughs> No. So anyway, I'm dropping these these things, and and it's again, it's like uh, the chicken and egg, right? Like so. So I'll uh, I have a a big old picture. We'll, we'll do that next. But let's do let's do this, these freaking mantis aliens, okay? So I'm gonna drop a picture of um sh- crap. I don't have a a, a mantis. Hold on a sec. Mantis That's okay. alien. That's okay. You do your thing. Give me a second. Anyway, hold on. You guys are, we're still oh, talking about Star Wars tonight and basically the parallels, right? We're talking about the parallels and mythology. We're discussing whether the Force could be a real thing. Just kind of all things Star Wars to kind of honor uh, the the huge cultural, um, uh, really, progression that, that it caused as just as a movie. Like I said, some people say it's only a movie. Some people say that it, you know, it changed their lives. And so, it, you know, it just depends on who you ask, of course, like anything, right? You could say that, uh, oh, you know, um, Kamala Harris getting elected as the first female vice vice president changed my life right or or you might not i'm just saying you know what i mean like it depends on who you ask and i'm not making fun that's all fine i'm just saying that like it depends on who you ask so these these are important things and important distinctions to make and we're big nerds and so we're talking star wars tonight but yeah madeep says sasquatch exactly tell me sasquatch is not chewbacca he's chew does chewbacca flying the millennium falcon right (laughs) 
Am I right? Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, freaking Bigfoot's right there. I mean, it, you, we're, we're, we're kind of having a joke about this, but go watch it again and you'll be like, ha, Bigfoot. You know, <laughs> like it's kind of, it's, it makes it even more awesome. So I, I dropped a link of, uh, there's some, there's some, um, all these reported cases of aliens. And so the first one's kind of like includes a mantis, but that's, that's an interesting picture because it's like, oh, I mean, if you saw that in a canteen and you played some Star Wars music, that's pretty much it. So uh, I'll post some pictures of the mantis alien, supposedly, which is like an insectoid or whatever. And then I'll drop some of the Star Wars ones. And you tell me, like, what the hell is George Lucas doing? <laughs> what is he into? <laughs> uh, he's thinking there's a praying mantis alien. And then uh, during abductions, guys, this is a... You do look at Dr. David Jacobs' work. The mantis alien comes up a lot. And from these are people who don't know anything about each other, who probably don't know anything about this narrative, describing this being and like, and and they're like embarrassed and they think people think they're crazy. And he's like interviewing all these thousands of different abductees, right? And he's like, this guy's talking about a mantis alien. This guy's talking about a male. It's like they're describing the same beings. And so it's really freaky. It's really weird. And then here we go. We got freaking George Lucas in the first movie having some freaking ant praying mantis dude in the corner. And I guess they're called them Ymiri. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's freaking weird. And then as a finale, this is, I think, is the most... In my opinion, if I had to put money on the most real alien picture ever of all time on the internet, it's this picture of uh, that was taken in Japan, uh, and the guy took a picture of nothing, and then suddenly he checked it later, and there's there's a being on there, and it, it was on the news, and they were like, "This is weird," but they don't freaking know what they're looking at. I do. That looks like a mantis alien, exactly how you describe it. So anyway. There you go, Mantis Alien. I snuck it in. I got it in there. <laughs> there it is. We you snuck know. it in. All right. So, so if you guys want to check out these pictures, they will all be linked to the, uh, the one, the podcast. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna get all the podcasts up to date. We've been kind of lagging on getting that stuff up, only because in the old days we sucked, uh, and so I was a little self conscious about putting everything up to a podcast feed because half the shows were terrible. Well, who cares? <laughs> Caution to the wind. It's all going up. So I'm gonna catch all that up. And so basically, uh, in the next week or two, uh, you'll be able to. Listen Listen to us live in the very next day. Uh, grab the archive podcast. So screw it. It's all going up. We're going to do it. And uh, that's what's up. So so if you want to look at these uh, these actual um, uh, links that we're sharing here and, uh, you know, trying to do our best to describe them for, for the audio audience. But I think I think it makes sense that uh, George Lucas kind of went through and uh, maybe he knew Dr. David Jacobs or something, because <laughs> it certainly seems like there's a, there's a lot of uh, weird similarities between the George Lucas aliens and the ones, you know, the anthropomorphic type humanoid uh, aliens that he created in Star Wars. So just FYI on that. Uh, and uh, if you want to check out the links uh, again, do all the things and we'll do all the things and uh, come come uh, come see the podcast and uh, YouTube channel. All the links will be there as well. We got a phone call. Uh, let's go to uh, Beachwood in Massachusetts. What's up, my friend? You're on Trouble Minds with Mike and Ash. How are you? Oh, doing awesome. What's going on? Doing good, man. Doing good. Talking about Star Wars. It's a good night. Yeah, it is a good night. It's uh, it's pretty crazy. Lucas was in the right place at the right time. Uh, I think Fox could have bought the rights to Star Wars for like twenty five grand, and they said no, and he kept it. And then it it ah. ended up taking off. Even like the the toy, the term "droid" is uh, trademarked 
you know, that's his, he gets paid for when that gets used. But as far as like some type of force, I've always, like, I'm a fond believer that your imagination is channeled from somewhere else. And I think that it's like embedded in your DNA, that junk DNA. And that's where people come up with these ideas. People come up with such similar ideas without meeting each other. And then I also think that like this imagination, this, this information that you can channel that makes you, you, you know, your personality. I think it also has an effect to like what you find appealing as to like why some people like some things and some people don't like other things. And uh, like, I love alien stuff and extraterrestrials. I never liked Star Wars. I tried to get into it, tried to watch it. I could never watch them. I never liked them. I just, I don't know if it's the, something about the way they're filmed. And uh, they just never appealed to me. But like uh, the alien movies, like the Sigourney Weaver ones, I love those movies. They used to scare the crap out of me. (laughs) Definitely um, good stuff. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the just, chat says cut the collar off not a star wars fan get him out of here <laughs> uh, <laughs> look know. what you did man you, you just riled up the chat now you've done it now you've done it no but okay so i agree uh, with you in that star trek is amazing as well is that what you're saying you're more of a star trek fellow and aliens different i i used to like star trek my father used to watch it i used to like star trek my neighbor loves star wars uh and like I used to, I always tell them, like, I wish I liked it, but I just don't like it because people that love it, they, they get obsessed with it. And, um, yeah, it wasn't for me, but just the, where this information comes from, like, and they talk about remote viewing. So if you sit there and just imagine things, is that a form of remote viewing or is there a way to tell? Cause that's, that's like the thing. I mean, like the nights you do the show at 10 o'clock, I see you're sitting there right now. If I'm not actually looking at you, I can kind of picture you sitting there. Does that mean I'm actually viewing you or is that just routine that that's made up? And that's why like, I'm, I believe some of the people that say they remote view things, but also is it just your imagination? And then it could be that your imagination actually is like a force, like a frequency. And consciousness, like we have these in antennas, and that's where we're able to get this information. And it gets some of it gets filtered in and filtered out. And then also, you know, you're talking about like correlations between these mythical beings, and Merlin comes up. Now, Merlin actually lives backwards in time, he remembers the future. And it, it could it be like there's consciousness at different points in time or is there even a timeline like past future present uh, all stuff that goes through my head i mean i don't have any answers but like when I, when i think about stuff it opens up to us all those questions damn it beachwood i want the truth give me the truth buddy i know I, you <laughs> can't the handle truth. the truth <laughs> you can't all right I, I figured it i figured i couldn't handle the truth that's okay because we're the question show. Think, it's all good it's all good i think the truth is we were, we were playing leapfrog across the galaxy and we got left here they were supposed to come pick us up and they didn't fair enough fair enough uh you want to hang on for a call after the uh the, the we finish the final segment or are you done 
It's up to you, my man. I got to cut you off right now I'll, either way. So I'm if you want to hang tight. I'm going to be done for tonight, but um, I'll probably call tomorrow night. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm actually on a job site right now. so. Okay, cool. Cool, cool. Uh, be safe out there. Thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate you listening. Thanks for the call so much. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, that's uh, that's Beachwood from Massachusetts, and uh, appreciate the call. Thanks, guys. Let's uh, let's finish this up, Ash. We got about uh, ninety seconds. Let's uh, let's let's wrap this sucker up. Yeah. So uh, thank you everyone for calling in. That was a good call. Thank you, Beachwood. I was, you know, it's funny he he rushes through such deep topics so fast that my ADD can't keep up. So anyway. Uh, Tonight we talked about Star Wars, right? We all love Star Wars. Was it real? Like, is it based on reality or is reality based on Star Wars? Who knows? Fun stuff. Love the topic. Yes. And so it's up to you, right? As always, we're not trying to convince you of anything. Just kind of looking at parallels in history, parallels in cinema, parallels in uh, and uh, weird synchronicities in the world we live in. And so that's that's really what we do. That's what this show's about. And uh, appreciate the call, Beachwood. Thanks, everybody, for listening. If you're listening on Fringe FM, stay tuned for Joe Roop, Lighting the Void. If you're listening on DLive, facebook or youtube stay tuned for a third hour of troubled minds and uh, again you know this is uh this is what we do we just have weird conversations try and make connections and uh, see what the world is really about because it sure seems like something is amiss and they're not telling us the truth about a lot of things so we uh we get to make up our own truth don't we so thank you again for listening i'm mike this is ash follow him at ash the reptilian from mars on youtube Follow us on YouTube as well. We're, we're there and everywhere else. And uh, do the thing. Thanks for listening. Be sure, be strong, be true. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night. Right, easy as that, right? Easiest break ever. Two minutes and uh, we're back. We're uh, again. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. We're here with Ash the Reptilian from Mars. He stepped away for a sec as well. It's break time, and uh, you, you have to go a little bit further on Mars to get to the refrigerator. So uh, the, here's the deal, right? We're talking about Star Wars tonight, and so yesterday was uh, May the fourth, right? May the fourth be with you. We're a day late, so we're calling it Revenge of the Fifth, right? Thanks. Uh, shout out to uh, <laughs> to uh, Derek in. Uh, on the Fringe FM, uh, Revenge of the Fifth. So we're doing that today and instead, right? Uh, so, so the thing is this. Um, basically, Star Wars kind of taps into all those old archetypes, right? Again, like I said, the hero, the mentor, the villain, uh, the cycle of uh, very much like the... the the uh, what do they call them? The uh, the not quest was it the quests of Hercules. I can't remember. It's been a long time. Uh, but but you get the idea, right? So you get the hero, you get the quests, you get the uh, the challenges, you get the uh, the the low point, and then you get it. these things are actually created uh, in this manner as just basically built into us as part of the human experience, right? As part of like uh, uh, our DNA, basically. And, and you know, I hate to I hate to put it in that term because it seems. Uh, so pseudoscience-y, but whatever, uh, you, you know, <laughs> we, we got our detractors that would call us worse than that. So uh, I, I don't know. I think I think that's the thing. Uh, what's up? JP in the chat says, Mike, what do you think the character Cad Bane could be referred to in Star Wars? I don't know who Cad Bane is, to be perfectly honest. Like I said, if that's uh, from Clone Wars or any of the rest of that, I'm not that 
super into that. Once they turned into cartoons, I didn't watch, even though apparently um, they're they're supposed to be really good. So uh, there you go. So there's that. I don't know if you have a, if you have a, a, a an idea on that. Let me know. Love to love to hear from you. Uh, we got a caller coming in. Uh, but uh, what's up, Ash? Earth to Mars. Are you there, buddy? Tune in. Tune in. Doot, doot, doot. I'm here. I'm here. Tune in tomorrow. We're in a third doot, doot, doot. hour, right? Yeah, third We're in hour. a third hour, right? You can Off drop, the radio. Drop the first F-bomb. Fucking A. Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah, bro. It's hard to get buddy. degenerate in here. I love it. I love it. Let me get, let me get, let me get the, I'm going to get the space, the Mars juice flowing. Hold on. I'll, I'll, just one sec. I got to, I got to run my little reptilian legs over there. Hold on a second. All right. I kind of knew it, right? I got to kill local lizards and smash yeah. them up and drain them out, you know? Right, exactly, exactly. Uh, so, so yeah, I don't know. I, I figured you had a, a quite a run to the liquor store. Um, you know, here, you know, we just get delivery. We push the button, and Amazon brings a brings us a six pack. Not so much there. You got to go like hunt it and kill it and bring it back to the cave. <laughs> so, I understand. I understand. It's all good. It's all good. So, uh, you know, I mean, that's what we're that's what we're doing tonight. Kind of looking at the mythology, looking at the force, looking at. Uh, the rest of these things, as you know, we come back from our break and looking to hear from you. What do you think about the Force? What do you think about Star Wars and the archetypes of mythology? Uh, like, kind of a, a we've had an example in the past. Like a Kelly's on the phone. We're going to go to him in just a sec. But it, when he called in a, a ways back, he was talking about the stories of Gilgamesh, and that uh, you know he just did what he wanted. He was one of those guys, right? And so he was kind of like the villain. It was like David and Goliath, uh, Goliath, right? Again, many of these stories, including including. Um, uh, with with uh, Star Wars uh, are biblical in some cases, right? I mean, you get the redemption of the father, the the son redeeming the father. I mean, there's a whole bunch of th- stuff here that you could probably write like tons and tons of papers on and make some really interesting parallels. And I'll bet you it's been done. I didn't go that deep tonight to kind of dig into some of that stuff, but uh, you don't need to because it's all in here. It's all in my brain for this one. This uh, this is this is good stuff tonight. So um, so uh, we got a phone call, but anything before we take uh, take Kelly on the phone there, Ash. What's up, buddy? Welcome, uh, back. welcome back. Yeah, sorry, I was just—I think I was running around pretty fast. <laughs> I just got got my uh, my drink, my fluids, my space fluids. I'm ready. I'm ready to go talk about Star Wars. Nice, man. You know, before we move on, the Last Jedi. Oh God, but hey, let's—you know—we're talking about Star Wars. Rogue One was pretty good. I liked Rogue One. I liked good. Solo. Solo was pretty good too. Yeah, that was all right. That Solo. was all right. I didn't like the actor. You know what? what can you do? Did you see the deep fake of Han Solo? They put Han Solo's face on that on that chump actor, and uh, for for Solo for a clip, there was like a twenty second clip or something. It was amazing. It was like a young Han Solo with actual Harrison Ford's face. It was pretty pretty. Yeah, that, yeah, the actor wasn't bad. He just didn't have the charisma, and also like I didn't see the resemblance. It was kind of weird. It was the guy had like really striking jaw features. I was like, what the heck? That doesn't that's. Han Solo doesn't have that, but I did see these deep fakes. These deep fakes are crazy too. That's pretty amazing. But yeah, Star Wars, man, the, the movies are awesome. The Mandalorian's a great show. If you guys haven't seen that show, check it out. Got some cool Twi'lek Jedi in there, and yeah, it's, it's a fun time. It's a good time. That's why. That's why people get get so upset when when Disney makes these changes, right? Because it's like. It's so dear to everyone's hearts. It's like, oh, don't do it. No, don't ruin it. Oh, God. Now, Be careful. Now Greedo's shooting first. Yeah. I mean, well, it's, it's burned in. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like changing. So now, now, okay, now we talk about this a lot in, uh, you know, with Wikipedia and things like that. So if you, if you actually reverse it and change 
um, you know, uh, change history basically by, by uh, you know, rewriting something and putting it on Wikipedia and trying to say that history happened this way instead of that way. It's the same sort of thing, right? Like when I saw it in the damn movie theater, when I was a little boy in the 80s and I had like a T-shirt on that said Return of the Jedi on it, you know what I mean? Like you don't mess with that. You don't mess with that history. And George Lucas made Greedo shoot first. <laughs> What's up, Tam? I see you in the chat. Thanks for showing up tonight. Uh, Larry says this, Ninja believe they draw power from hand forms called Mundras, M-U-D-R-A-S. M-U-D-R-A-S. Ninja and Jetai, J-E-T-T-I, must have been a Lucas character blending. And, oh, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah. So like uh, Jedi themselves, right? They, they, it's actually J-E-D-I. That's why I was a little confused there. But no, no, no. You, I think you're right. I think so. It, it's the same sort of thing, and basically with the samurai, it's like it's a whole mix in the you know the ancient weapon. I've actually got an ancient weapon around here, and I can show you guys. I can show off now that I got a, a webcam rolling on on the show tonight. But but uh, it's your it's, penis, isn't it, d- dude? You don't even want to know. You don't even want to know. It's my it's my uh, yeah. So anyway, I'll, I'll show you guys in a sec. But let's go to this phone call and uh, let's uh, let's talk to Kelly. Let's talk to Kelly. Lots of good stuff here, and I think you guys are right. I think there's a there's a lot of um things that uh, Lucas borrowed. He, he probably, he basically borrowed the entire damn thing. And then, you know, Disney, Disney bought it and ruined it. But anyway, uh, I digress. Let's go to uh, Kelly in Colorado. What's up, my friend? You're on Trouble Minds with Mike and Ash. How are you? Uh, what's going on, fellas? How you guys doing tonight? Good, good. Good, good. Talking Star Wars. What's up? It, it's hard, hard to be in a bad mood tonight. How are you, my friend? Go right ahead. <laughs> Well, man, I uh, just want to add a little something to that um, about the Force. I believe it's real, um, only because, uh, I mean, you've had ancient, from like ancient texts talk about it to all the way, you know, through religion and, uh, you know, what people would so-called uh, call, um, you know, the myths of the ancient, you know, of ancient uh, peoples. You know, so like, uh, for example, <clears throat> in, uh, uh, in religions you have like in Hindu and, uh, the, the, like Buddhism where, you know, Buddhism comes from Hinduism, right? So, you know, they talk about enlightenment or, you know, the Asian culture, they talk about what the chi, you know, that's all, you know, that's all type of, uh, like, uh, the force, you know, they, they all talk about something like that, uh, um, in the in like the Christian religion, there's one that there wasn't added to the Bible it was called the Gospel of Thomas, and in there they talk about like it's like like using the force, you know. It says you know if you had it, it, it's all like kind of same thing with like enlightenment, you know, same thing. So it, uh, but in the book of uh, the Gospel of Thomas, you know, he says uh, you know if you could say that you know, you move mountain, move you could, you could move the mountain. So, and uh, it, what's interesting is the ancient aliens actually talk about this. You know, there was a, the, the whole, uh, there's like a, a new thing they start where they're all sitting around and they were talking about it. And then uh, the, there was that guy, he's, uh, he's a, uh, you know, he's a, a Judas, uh, Jewish um, uh, uh, leader, I guess. I don't know what they call him, but uh, he talks about uh, there's a, uh, uh passage is called the Herrick Shata and it's a the chapter of song and he says that uh, everything in nature has its own vibration and, you know 
So what that means to him is that everything has its own consciousness. So everything's alive. In science, you know, they would call that mechanical resonance. Uh, you know, throughout the universe, there's a mismatch of resonance, and, you know, it's like singing a song. So, you know, if you can interpret it or you can try to manipulate that song, you know, you can just manipulate the universe. You know, it's all harmonics. So, you know, it's almost, it, it, you can, you know, like all these ancient texts, and, you know, like even uh, old, old ones, like, you know, that people would call, you know, just, uh, you know, folklore or whatever, but like Emerald Tabas of Toth talk about it, you know, again, the like Gospel Thomas, Hinduism, Buddhism, you know, uh, Christianity, they all talk about the same thing. It's just they talk it, if you read it, you know, I, I kind of just read all stuff like literally. You don't really, you know, kind of, you don't need to, you know, see too far into it to see what they're talking about. Yeah, I'm with you. So, like, like uh, I think that's part of it is that we, we spend too much time trying to backwards interpret what we thought they meant, right? And so, so we're like, well, you know, kind of in the context of history and, uh, you know, in the Stone Age and, they're, you know, they're, they're the best thing they have is this, this copper axe. And, you know, uh, they're, they're, you know, they're making up the, these bullshit stories. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, and, and there's a reason they're all the same and similar. It's because they've been, you know, they've been passed down from generation to generation by word of mouth, you know, campfire stories. And that's why I'm with you, man. I think I think uh, I, th- I think to frame everything in that context is pretty. Um, what would you call it? I'm trying to be nice here. What would you call it? I think it's short-sighted. I think that, uh, you know, given all the things we know about what we don't know now, you know, as science has progressed and kind of put us in this position where we we're starting to realize that holy shit that like, like uh, there there may be alien races out there visiting earth and they may have been doing it for a very long time, right? Kind of coming to realizations like that. I think that you have to uh, you know, get you know, you you can't just crap on the old we say this all the time. You can't crap on the wisdom of old because you you know, you think that they were more stupid than we are. When uh, I think in many cases we could learn a lot of things from them. So, and I'm pretty sure you're 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 in lockstep with that. Oh yeah, um, you know there. <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> you know now that you guys, you guys also were talking about like these directors, you know, like uh, Spielberg and, and uh, Lucas. But it, there's also stories that uh, Spielberg, you know, because you heard like uh, all the way back into uh, you know Kennedy and maybe uh, I think it was President uh, and uh, Nixon. Yeah, they had. Uh, you know, and even uh, Marilyn Monroe at one time had, you know, they had all went to a military base and seen, seen some stuff. And I think there was also talk that, you know, that's what I'm saying. The director Spielberg, he had direct knowledge and almost, you know, like some of the stuff that he made, you know, like uh, Close Encounters of the Third Time, you know, all that stuff with the aliens and, uh, you know, the, the contact, you know, how the government were the, you know, kind of met in like, in a look, you know, salute, uh, isolated location, you know, kind of like in, you know, world, you know, the Wyoming, uh, you know, that uh, weird thing that was sticking out of the ground in Wyoming kind of looks like a tree stump. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's supposedly, um, they, uh, they had a, supposedly they had approached, uh, Steven Spielberg, uh, to basically, and they briefed him on it and they had some footage of the aliens actually coming in and landing before they met with them 
And as they were coming in, they land. And um, they were going to put it in the movie. They were going to kind of shove it in there on the DL. As, as And this is basically like their way of cataloging the experience, the event for the public. And I've heard that story. And uh, I think it was Reagan or someone like that said at one of the viewing parties, you know, we're the only three people who know that this is real. This is based on real. So, yeah, I have heard that before. It's that's pretty interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> Just putting, you know, some of this stuff together. But, like, you know, like everything was saying, uh, even even uh, the saying, you know, that, that you played earlier with, uh, you know, the the first one with uh, Star Wars, you know. But the better one I like is uh, with Yoda, you know, when he talks about that. You know, he talks about it, it surrounds us. You know, everything is like that. You know, everything has a vibration. So even science, you know, even talks about it. Or any kind of, you know, past knowledge it talks about. Everything it does have a vibration. Everything has its frequency. Like even a rock, you know, the rock, the tree, anything that's alive. You know, science says that, you know, everything was uh, energy before it was matter. So and everything is, you know, just like Tesla would say, you know, everything is energy, vibration, and frequency. That's the universe. Everything, the planets, they sing. You know, you hear, you know, you can see even like NASA, you can hear space sounds and stuff like that. Or the planetary, you know, or the the recording they have with the satellites, you know, around Jupiter or whatnot. You can hear. And it's, they're pretty interesting. There's really like different pitches and screens and stuff. But, yeah, it's, if, if you really think about it, you know, everything runs off of that or or actually just you know that's how life is you know life creates it you know so and then that's what that's what they talk about when he talks about it binds it so everything was energy right and then you know kind of like the whole you know the higgs boson we were talking about where it's you know it's the the instant where energy turns to matter and then death you know is reverse right when you know you're matter and then you become energy again Right, you know everything's a frequency vibration. You know you could kill everything that's in your disease, a disease in your body. You know there was a guy that made that instrument it's called the uh, what was it? It was a box you could just sit in and he just hit you with vibrations and you know killed all kinds of uh, diseases. He claimed it, but they threw him under under the under the jail. You know he died in prison. But uh, the Rife, that's what it was, the Rife machine. I've never even heard of it's that. It's like, go ahead, go ahead, Ash. Oh no, that, I mean, first off, we should probably look into that and do a show on that. That's actually super interesting. But like, yeah, if if if, uh, if the universe is energy, it's vibrations, right? Like, like an atom is mostly just empty space. It's it's just uh, a vibration, right? This this space, and that everything's kind of connected. Everything can be converted down to this this pure energy form. It's all kind of one thing. And then if you take into account that, based on research, that consciousness can affect reality, especially like in the quantum realm, then you can conclude that consciousness is like a higher tier than every, than the, or consciousness can affect the fabric of, of reality, right? And so, you know, that's basically what, what, the, what the Jedi stuff is. And actually, it took, I did mention spirit wizards before. Um, and you mentioned Yoda teaching people. Well, we did the show about the spirit world. They're literally a council of 
Jedi wizards that are teaching you about like your soul progression and how to level up. That's literally like the Jedi council too. Uh, so I forgot to even to make that parallel, like direct there's, they're literally a bunch of wizards in robes sitting around like talking you in, in, in both of those exact instances. And that was just like last week we talked about that. So, but yeah, good, good stuff as always, Kelly. love it. Question love for it. you, Kelly question for you. Uh, we got a question from the chat. So, so first have you, are you familiar with star Wars? Have you seen all the, the recent movies and all the rest of that? Oh, I've seen every single one of them back and forward over okay. and over. Okay, good, good. So, <laughs> so the, the question is related to, the, to the, the movies. That's why I wanted to make sure you'd seen him. So Hannah on YouTube wants to know, can you ask the caller about his thoughts on the Death Star Star Killer in Star Wars, the purpose and the meaning, etc.? So clearly it's like the planet killer uh, technological terror that, uh, you know, a kind of um, technology eventually will destroy uh, nature. Sorry, I'm putting words in your mouth. But yeah, that's uh, that's the question there. Go ahead. Well, that one was uh, I don't know, man. That was kind of a little dramatic, but yeah, you know they what. But if you also think about what Darth Vader said, you know, even when you know, Anakin Skywalker was Darth Vader, he says when he tells them, "You think that your mechanical stuff has anything, you know, can even has a chance against the Force." Well, you know, it, he says it's nothing. It's, you know, it's, it's really nothing. It's nothing comparing it because that's the force is what makes all that, you know, would, would, would make, you know, all the technology they got, you know, that's the whole point that everything, everything is the force, you know, everything like it, we were just saying, everything has. So yeah, but they had the, that, that mechanism where it would suck all the energy from a star and then use it as a, as a weapon. I don't know, man, that's, that's uh, that's pretty powerful itself too. But you know what's crazy is if you you know there's there's also stuff like on YouTube you can see where you know I I have that uh, you know that I have saved, but you know they have examples of like these things that are going in and out of the sun. You know then you know they asked NASA about it like the Soho uh, satellite, and uh, they like their planet size. You know, these, these, whoever owns these things are, you know, they're planetized. There were two of them. They, like, what they, the, the theory is, is um, that they use uh, the, uh, the black, you know, the black spots on, on the earth or on the sun. You know, because if you look at it, it looks like it's sucking down. So it's like, uh, it's like, they use that as a jump gate. And when it goes through, like, and you'll have the, on the other side, is like, and they, you know, he says there's a physicist that says there's a, a if you have a dark spot on one side, you have a dark spot on the opposite side of the sun. And when you see the explosions, where you know, not all the time, but if you see these things, they they flew into the sun, which is crazy. It's just there was two of them, and when they did enter it, you see like a a solar explosion on the opposite side. But yeah, that he was saying that you know it's all about the singularity. You know, uh, string theory. You have something like a jump gate or something. You could, you know, into a string theory. You know, you could if you can get, uh, you know, like a, like I said, you know, an, an energy or a, an engine that could do that on a spaceship. You know, and that's how the you know that's the whole theory of like you know Star Wars two when they're going into the jump mode. You know, and the stars are all flying by. But yeah, that's uh, 
I don't know. I don't think everything is the force is greater than what everything would be. You know, it's, it's, you know, if you're comparing technology to the force, the forces would be greater. That's my opinion. All right, good stuff. Anything for him there, Ash? Um, what's interesting is the is the parallels between the last show. It's kind of like, you know, we're talking about uh, the good and evil of the force, right? And it what what that what that could be described as in in parallel with our last show. I don't know if you checked out our last show, Kelly, and I'd like to get your uh, input on this. Is that you? live a life here so that you could develop your soul so that when you go back you you're basically going to school and you're learning and that you can your soul can become uh greater and more experienced and level up basically move up the tier list on that side and you know potentially become a jedi or whatever that would be on that side that hierarchy so what i'm saying is is that good and evil evil is basically taking advantage in this world to become more powerful for it to be easier taking advantage of other souls of other people it's the dark side it's cutting the corners it's 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 taking over the universe so you can make it peaceful per se right whereas um the good side is being responsible and like doing the right thing and like helping other people but really being about your but your own growth and I find it really interesting the parallels between last week and the the two, um, the supposed what happens to you when you die and what you do, and literally the good and evil of Jedi and Sith and stuff like that. You know, if if you become immortal in this world and you you become a tyrant and whatever, you pay for it when you eventually do die in the next world, right? So you may be a god in this world, but you you'd be. Um, you know, demoted in the next one. Do you, what do you, do you think, what do you, what do you think about that? Do you have an, do you have a, do you, is that interesting to you or? Yeah. Um, that's, uh, one of that, that's, there's a lot of reasons why I, I get into like, like, I, you know, I always say that I get into the ancient, uh, the ancient stuff, you know, the ancient writings mm-hmm, and, and mm-hmm. finding this type of stuff because, because, you know, to me, like I said, the force is real. And, and and that is by meaning of um, you know what people would call like witchcraft or you know something that's you know that's beyond their comprehension you know and that's like even the dark times when they would say to all oh, that's uh, something that they don't see you know like all these other religions that they come across like Christianity you know they you know when they were conquering the world you know you know they came here and they like the Mayans you know they had their own gods you know and they had their own uh, you know, their own things that they had going on, but yet they weren't as primitive as everybody thought they were. They, you know, they had temples and everything else, you know, they had same thing as what the Europeans had, but in, in different languages, but they had different, you know, ways of their, their religion. But what is the, all their meanings? You know, you try to look at all of them, you know, and you see a lot of similarities. That's the whole thing of ancient alien, ancient alien theory, you know, is you take all that and, you know, even like with life and everything, you know, everything is just like you were, you know, the kind of explaining this Hinduism, even reincarnation, they say this, like you got 11, you, I guess there's like 11 steps, you know, and that you, 
you're, once you're reincarnated into something else, you know, you're, it's always learn, uh, trying to learn a lesson so you can get a higher, I guess. But even in there, like, you know, you, like we talked about too, like the rainbow body, you know, the, the Buddhism trying to uh, accomplish that by, right. you know, always being good thoughts every day, you know. Right, right. And it's like, it, no, no, that's exactly the rainbow body where you're trying to be like pure and and uh, detached from the ego. And if you do, if you if you manage to unlock all these Jedi principles, you know, uh, you know, Yoda, I, I, I would do a Yoda quote, but I'm not very good at it. I'm embarrassed myself. But, you know, it's something Yoda would say, like, um, uh, ego is not not you, they say. Or so, I don't know. <laughs> I told you I shouldn't have tried. Wait, but, wait, uh, I got one. Um, I got one. I got one. I got one. Here you go. Okay. Interject. Fill in the blanks, Mike. Look at me. Judge me by my size, do you? Hmm? And where you should not. For my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings, though we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. Here, between you, me, the tree, the rock, everywhere. Yes, even between the land and the ship. And the ship. You are the impossible. Too good, right? That's the extended clip. But uh, I mean, uh, go ahead, go ahead, gentlemen. <laughs> you don't, you don't need to do the Yoda impersonation. We got the audio clip. Bam. <laughs> Dude, I have such a troll imagination. It's uh, first of all, I love that was a great clip. I love Yoda, but like he was like. I could imagine him like walking up to young Luke and being like, even between. And when I hear between, I just, oh, my brain auto filled it in between the legs. And I saw him like whoa, use whoa, the whoa. stick and, ta- and tap Luke like, like he's molesting Luke. <laughs> Holy <laughs> crap. <laughs> Holy crap. The, the, come on, that's funny. And even hey, between your legs, the okay. force. We, we need somebody. <laughs> we're in the Ash. third hour, man. We need somebody. No, we're in the we third hour. On Mars to smack Ash. Right now, <laughs> come on, go ahead. Kevin. I saw it in my own. I'm sorry, my I'm a victim of my imagination. Holy shit! Holy shit. <laughs> go, ahead. Go, go ahead, Kelly. What's the rage? But yeah, okay. So that's what I was, uh, you know. And he says, uh, he even tells Luke, you know, when Luke says he can't do it, he says, "Do either do or do not. There is no trying." So, and, and it's kind of like the Matrix, too. You know, the movie The Matrix is the exact same thing. You know, they're trying to tell you subconsciously, they're trying to, somebody trying to, you know, wake somebody up, you know, by understanding that, uh, you know, we're greater. And I've been saying that, I always say this to people, and, you know, I try to always have a positive, you know, attitude to, every, to everything, but, you know, we're all greater this. Like, you know, he says, you know, Yoda, we're a luminous being, not this crude matter. This is just the meat suit. It doesn't matter how size you are. You know, and that's the thing I was talking about yesterday is kind of like that, um, that, uh, where's that little piece of paper I had, I, we were talking about, but, um, it was a scientific thing that we found, right? And it was, uh, oh, and these little things were called hydras. 
and they have the ability to have nonsenenses, which is a biological immortality. So, the, you know, they're just more or less straight um, stem cells. You know, they can, they'd master that. You know, they'd master uh, replication and just keep surviving. And it's almost like uh, there's, a, I think there was a uh, baby octopus, too, that can actually do that as well. They just re, you know, it goes, it can shrink itself all the way down to almost like a, a singular cell and then re-replicate itself and, you know, become big again. Shit, I muted myself. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm like a, I'm about to say something smart and you can't do it when you have a microphone on. And it's, it's a, it's a definite struggle when you have a struggle saying smart things. <laughs> so, no, no. Uh, I think you're, I think you're right on there with, uh, with a lot of this stuff is that, uh, we we just don't know again right we don't know what we don't know like you give give all these uh these life forms that can do all these crazy things and we you know we talked about it in that superhero show uh, you know where people have superpowers animals have them uh, you know we did that in the animal show i mean this stuff exists it's out there like it's literally I believe it. I'm with you. I believe it. I believe that there's a, there is some, some, uh, some force that kind of binds us all together. And, you know, like, like, just think about it, right? Like, you, you know, when, uh, you know, like you detect when people around you are in a bad mood, like the caller we had earlier, you know, like they say that, you know, they kind of got like a contact high from people that were high, even though it was not really like a situation. They weren't like getting high based on, the drugs in the air or anything like that. It was more like they were kind of on their frequency. They were feeling their vibe and it was making them right. It was either raising or lowering their vibration level based on being connected, right? Connected through their brains somehow, you know? And I, and, and that's what I mean. I, I think we have that. I think the ability is there. It's, it's like how, you know, uh, when somebody is, um, you know, when they're having a bad day and they don't say it right. Like, you know, you get some people that, that kind of can hide it pretty well, right? And so they don't, you know. But you know, like you know, because you 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 pick it up. It's like it's like a thing in the air that you kind of uh, oh, go stay away from Mike today. He's kind of having, kind of having a shitty day, you know. So I mean, I I I think I think this I think this stuff exists one hundred percent, man, one hundred percent. We got a we got a call behind you, so let's uh, let's wrap this up. Kelly, you're the best. Happy belated birthday in the chat there from uh, from uh, lots of folks. Thank you again for taking your time to spend with us tonight. Yeah, yeah, you know what. But exactly what you're saying, real quick. Just exactly what you're saying when you said you could feel people's, you know, vibrations or you know, having a bad day or whatnot. But here's another example, of, you know, of people coming together, just like us right now, right? We're all drawn to something. We're all drawn, you know. That's why we come to the show all the time too. You know, we're all looking for, searching for it. You know, we're it's calling us. We just don't know it. We're but we're uh, we're actually all here. You know, we're all and doing somewhat of a hive mind together. I agree. And, uh, and I, and I hope, I hope, you know, I like from the, the amount of uh, amazing people we've met on this show, I, I hope that's, this is a, this is a positive thing, you know, like there's, there's people that shit on us, our detractors and everything else, but I just don't think they understand what we're talking about here. I, I think, you know, we're talking about higher consciousness for people. And, uh, I just don't think people that are, you know, not even really contemplating that possibility, even get it you know they're like oh these motherfuckers believe in aliens they're so stupid you know it's like wait though <laughs> are you listening at all <laughs> are you listening at all yeah no 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 exactly. kelly exactly. kelly you're the best man all right guys, the best. Guys, go ahead man i just want you guys have a good all right brother
Appreciate the call. Appreciate the call. Thank you very much. That's Kelly from Colorado. Uh, always a good call and uh, always good information. Good, good, good stuff. Anything on that, Ash, before we uh, jump into the next year? <laughs> Ash is sending me Ash is sending me inappropriate gifts. <laughs> Damn it, Ash. Why you got to be doing that shit, man? Why you got to be doing that shit? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Disney you and All your right. Star Wars. Okay. okay. I'm going to ruin it. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we got, we got a call that's on the line. So, pretty uh, funny. I wish you, you guys could see the gift. It's no, 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 no. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Come on. Veto, Aww. veto. All right. So, yeah, right. I mean, do you think, do you think there's a frequency vibration, something that we feel between each other that's nonverbal, right? That's, uh, you know, some people could say it's body language. Some people could say it's other things. I don't know. I think it's deeper than that. I think it goes beyond that is that, uh, you know, people say, uh, you know, we've talked about all this stuff. This is not new to us. It's just uh, framing it in the Star Wars universe. So, yeah. Right. Yep. It's, you know, um, uh, yeah, it's, uh, is it, is it something we strive for? Is it something we lost? You know, he mentioned uh, ancient history and uh, maybe these are powers we've had in the past and, I don't know. The whole story just resonates, right? And um, I just find it weird how it parallels with our last show, like I was mentioning. And, and uh, yeah, you could, you could, you can gain absolute power, like the rules of this world. It, it, like you can gain the absolute power. You can have power over people, make your life more convenient. All this, but then you know your soul suffers. It's it, it's it's like anytime we as a civilization kind of branch away from morality from from like um from the force the positive side of the force we doom ourselves right and you see this in ancient cultures all the time where it's kind of a way of living a spiritual way and yeah if if we veer off that path man we it's perilous for ourselves and um there's something it's something we are connected by we feel um yeah, and we strive for, and I think in today's society where it's all about you and your phone, and you can kind of um, be on your phone for like eight hours, and we don't have as much human experience and stuff, I think uh, now more than ever, I think people crave uh, a force uh, to be, um, you know, Jedi with other people, and and uh, that's probably why, you know, part of why you're listening tonight is... Uh, you know, you feel like there's more than just like sitting on your freaking phone and listening to TikTok. You you wonder <laughs> what is the mysteries of the universe. You look at the skies and you see all that those stars in the darkness, and you just you know you just feel it in your bones. Like you know, man, like um, George Lucas, he may not have have had a chin, but he had a clue, man. <laughs> <laughs> Zing! Oh. That was a long burn, joke. Burn. It took it took it took you a long time to get there. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to Matt in Oregon on the phone. Sorry to keep you waiting, my friend. Welcome to the show. You're on with Mike and Ash. How are you? Hey, how's it going? Uh, may the force be with you. Thank you. Uh, may, uh, Revenge of the Fifth. <laughs> may the force. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm, well, a, I'm a Star Wars nerd, nerd too. So nice. um, I grew up with it. But um, nice. with this stuff, um, good sh- good show. Um, so I, I kind of think this is like a silly show. But uh, yeah, getting to what um, you guys are talking about with like the force um so you it's just the same thing but it's like different wording um what i believe like i call it magic but you can call it the force chi kai it's all the same stuff and so i believe in all the stuff in the um, in the star wars universe how it connects um you know i believe in like telekinesis is like when uh luke like you know he like pulled his lightsaber but he can grab it from far away 
a telekinesis. Uh, you know, I believe in, you know, astral projection. I believe in auras and chakras and stuff like that. It's all there in, um, in the, in the Star Wars movies. Like it's in front of your face. It's kind of cool how he did it. Yeah. He he spent a ton of time lifting from the old stuff, didn't he? It's like he was reading these texts growing yeah. up. He's like, I'm going to make this movie. I'm going to put it in space, but I'm going to rip off all the old shit. And he did a great job. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Kelly, uh, the guy in front of me, the guy in front of me, he, like he was on, he hit it pretty good. He said um, a lot of good things about um, like ancient history and stuff. And so one of the things I want to talk about is, um, <laughs> do you ever notice, you know, they say like Gandalf and then like Yoda you like you notice how they talk? They like the way they talk is like in riddles and rhymes. So, like the same. Uh, it's kind of cool how like Yoda's like a wizard, I guess. Yeah, exactly. He, he's exactly. The, he's he is. Uh, so Obi Wan is actually the the initial mentor that starts the the archetype of the hero on the quest, right uh, through the trial and tribulations, and then the actual. Uh, so he he's the one that kind of the instigator. And then he leads him to the mentor, which is, of course, is Gandalf, like you're describing Merlin of the old days. But that's Yoda. Yoda's yeah. the guy. Yoda's, Yoda is actually Gandalf. Or uh, you're right. You're totally right. And so uh, what did he say? Like, uh, I don't know. Like, uh, my, I got the, the hair standing up on the back of the, my neck here. Like, uh, like, like, your point is perfect. And uh, I've got a quote in my head, a Star Wars quote floating around. I can't find it. But uh, that's all right. Good. Oh, well, <laughs> it's just the way they talk. Like, the way Yoda talks is, like, backwards. Like oh yeah, yeah. How he said like Merlin backwards. He like he says everything backwards in like riddles. Exactly. Uh, I, I'm trying to find uh, like I'm trying to rummage around in my <laughs> skull for a uh, a Gandalf quote that's similar. Uh, but uh, uh, I, I want to uh, water deep. Uh, he says, "Look to the west on the fourth day, right at the light of dawn." Something like right. that. Like, that's the one that's coming, kind of coming to my brain. Yeah. Right. Something like that. And so yeah. it's like they don't know what the hell he means, but they're like, "All right, you know." He he basically told us four days, like, "Hold the fuck out, like, don't don't lose." So you know what I mean? You're right. I think you're right. I think you're spot on with that. And it's uh, it is. It's the same archetypes. It's the same thing that goes back through history, retelling these stories. You know, the Gilgamesh and everything else, and the the whole. Uh, there, there's an entire thing. I was going to get into that a little bit tonight, but I thought it was deep. We'll probably do that another time, where we can bring in a bunch of stories together and talk about them in that uh, in that hero's cycle. Right? There's a guy. Uh, I think he's in the late '60s, early '70s that did a whole bunch of work on that, talking about the old. Uh, the old uh, religions and mythologies and things and was able to kind of uh, put together a template, like an actual template of this. Uh, I can't remember his name. It escapes me right now, but uh, he wrote an entire book about it. And uh, it's, I'll bet you Lucas read this shit and just kind of uh, like made made the kick-ass movies. Yeah. So, so, so you do for you. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I got one like that. Um, Okay. So um, they said that um, Anakin would bring balance to the force. And like he becomes, you know, Darth Vader, the bad guy. But then like he has twins, he has Luke and Leia, and they become the Jedi. So that's kind of how I was saying, like, yeah, it's like biblical stories. Yeah. So there's actually so so they said that uh, in the in the prequels, Qui Gon said that Anakin was the chosen one and would bring balance to the Force. Now here's the interesting part about that. So that uh, meaning that. At the current time, there was a bunch of Jedi and not a lot of Sith, right? So if you if you read it literally, it would mean he was going to bring down the end of the Jedi, and so right and kind of or at least bring in a a uh, a new world order, right? A, a a great reset of sorts, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. 
But uh, yeah, <laughs> right, right, and he did. And so there's a number of time uh, points in the timeline for you Star Wars nerds out there where the balance was achieved. That prophecy was achieved. And if you think about it, when uh, there were only two left, um, it was uh, who was it? Oh no, no. So when when Obi Wan was still alive, you had the Emperor and Vader, and you had Obi Wan and Luke. And there's your balance right there, right? There's your two and your two, and that's it. There weren't any more as far as we're aware in the in, in the major movies. But but like you said, bring balance to the force, Luke and Leia. There's a ton of different points you could probably point to and say he actually achieved the prophecy there. Ash, are you with us there, buddy? Are you Star Wars nerding out or are you uh, finding some, some <laughs> dead, dead things on Mars? Uh, no, it's funny the, the, the parallels that Star Wars has with like, real life and good and evils and the struggles we all have personally. Um, you know, that's one of the reasons it resonates with everyone so well. And it's, uh, it's parallels with, uh, ancient histories, cultures, stories. I mean, it's just, it's a good, it's the hero's journey, right? Like a uh, small town, small town boy <laughs> just a small go, town goes out, boy. <laughs> just taking on the classic <laughs> empire. <laughs> What the fuck? How'd we get here? How did we get here? God damn it, Ash! Why? For the love of God! What? Why? That wasn't that wasn't me. That was you, bro. Was Come it, on, man. You, no, bro, no. You it's, it's, you it's, walked it, that up to my face and put it in my mouth. Come on! Come on! Wow! Don't ever say that to me again. I'm about to. <laughs> I'm about to. Holy shit! Holy shit! Sorry. No, but uh, uh, no, me. I'm just. I, I, no, I'm saying it's it's a uh, it's a hero's journey. It's a great story. It's good and evil. It's twists and uh, there's the karmic stuff. I mean, it's just just awesome. And like I said, that's why it connects with so many people. It just uh, resonates. Good stuff. Yes, sir. Go ahead, Matt. Sorry, we digress. Don't 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 mind us no, making yeah. dirty jokes, laughing at each other. <laughs> Go ahead, sir. <laughs> I get it. No, I get it. Uh, like you said, yeah, the story and everything. It, like you know, everyone's connected to it. Um, uh, so yeah, I want to kind of like nerd out for a second on Star Wars. Yeah, do it. Not uh, sorry. Um, did you guys hear the theory of um, Jar Jar Binks is a, a Sith Lord? No, no. Have you heard that one? <laughs> no. I do tell. <laughs> yeah, Jar, Jar Jar Binks like the most the most hated character. I hate Jar Jar Binks. But yeah, um, like do you notice how like Yoda he like makes himself kind of look dumb. And people just think he's like, oh, he's just this little like green dude, you know, nothing, nothing to fear there. But then like Yoda's super powerful, and yeah, it's a whole thing about like Jar Jar Binks, like the way he acts and stuff. He like he's actually a lord. He has like a higher midichlorian count than everyone. <laughs> oh, like, I, I heard did. about this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I in, in yeah, that he like pe- <laughs> people people hated the character so much. That's this is a, this is the theory that he, he people hated the character so much he bailed on it and he shoved Count Dooku in there instead. But it was supposed to be Jar Jar Binks the whole time. I kind of wish he would have went with it, man. I wish he had the balls. If if that's true, I wish he would have had the balls to have to stick with Jar Jar, Darth Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> How great would that have been? Who knows? Pulls it out could, the red lightsaber. I don't know if they're going to do it later, but like, it's a theory. If you look it up on the internet, it's like people are really saying like, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, there's all kinds of, you know, clues and things about how Jar Jar Binks is weird. And <laughs> he's a Sith Lord. <laughs> That's how it's funny. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. It's kind of like the, the backwards karate kid, right? Where Daniel LaRusso is actually the, yeah. the villain. 
Sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry. I want to be a nerd out, but uh, I'm talking, you know, about you know paranormal stuff and all that. All good. All so, um, good. It's good, good that you guys are talking about it, uh, how it connects to life and all that stuff. So, and um, George Lucas did a good job of like bringing that to the you know to the theater to, for people to see. It's just a good movie. Yeah, and, and like so just, go. just a good premise. Just a good premise. Th- thanks, Matt. Uh, Matt from Oregon. Appreciate the call, my friend. Thank you for listening. Thanks for the call. We'll talk to you soon. God bless. Now, now the thing is that right? It, it's all of those things that we've talked about tonight. It's it's uh, it is it, it's it's deeper than just a movie here. Uh, and I think uh, you know uh, it gets kind of crapped on quite a lot by pop culture and by the fanboys and by you know you, you know how it is. You, you, you spent look you, you you tear your guts out doing a radio show, right? No, like barely anybody listens for a while. And then when people start listening, people start complaining. You know what I'm saying? It's like, really? Can you, can we ever do anything to keep anybody happy? You know what I'm saying? Like, holy shit, people. Come on. Really? Really? Come on. <laughs> oh, come on, Mike. Do, no, no. Come saying. on, Mike. Look, do, be- do better, Mike. Entertain me more. Exactly. Give me more. F- right? Do better job giving me free stuff. Give me okay. more free shit faster and better. Go. Right. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, okay, Star Wars, I can bitch and moan about it, but holy crap. I mean, I had to pay for it, but still, you know, like there's, there's, there's a lot of good stuff there. Go ahead. Go ahead. And, and I, and, 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 you know, tangenting away from, uh, 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 the woo portion of it complaining is, you know, if you're going to take Star Wars, something so loved, uh, use use people who care about it. There's there's something about caring and believing and that energy, the right kind of energy. And so, like the Mandalorian show was really good because they used people who like who subscribed to like the Star Wars religion, who knew what they were doing. It was, it was it's actually a really good show. And um, I'm trying I'm trying to actually bridge this over to our our topic about Star Wars being related to real life. But I guess it is, it's similar. It's like, you know, um, having the right energy about life and being positive. And I don't know, like a lot of the Disney stuff was just like this lifeless corporate, you know, thing. It's like last shot I felt like was made in a boardroom, you know, and, and exactly. it's made by a bunch of Mark. Exactly. It was gross. It was gross. And you took this beautiful story of all these religions and all this ancient, stuff and all these things merged together in this beautiful like quilt and then you just like took that and made it in a boardroom and it, it really shows right it didn't resonate with people it was weird and had some weird agendas in it and all this kind of stuff so i mean it, it is interesting a lot of people calling tonight uh reflecting on the on the deepness of star wars on on, on the depth that's actually there and uh you know it's uh it's 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 like you know the stories that we tell ourselves that we that we pass on are really important and there's a lot of like scholars especially recently who really obsessed with this like the hero's journey and all these things these stories are super important to like defining our culture to guiding people and like a lot of day a lot of these days people kind of get lost they're like a little lost you know like from from just buying one product to the next and this and that and um, these, these kind of things kind of help us stay grounded, right? And like being human, being spiritual and all those kind of things. Exactly. Uh, lots of, lots of good comments here. I'm, let me read some of these and, uh, <laughs> we'll talk about this cause this is great. Uh, Tam says such a fascinating topic. What's up, Tam? How you doing? Thanks for showing up. Uh, and, and continues to tap into the consciousness of one and manipulating energy is really 
all it is, but the hardest thing in the world because we have uh, suffered from such doubt of oneself. And I, I think you're right. It's a, it's that's part of the human condition, right? It's like we're capable of so many things, and instead. Uh, we end up, um, you know, uh, doubting we could do these things instead, you know, in, instead of doing them, we're crapping on ourselves uh, as, and, and I think part of that's like social stigma. I think part of that's, you know, people are saying you can't, you know, like, like <laughs> uh, you know, like, like take anything successful in your life and just, just think about all the people who crapped on it until you were successful doing it. You know what I mean? Just think about it. It's like, it, so it's not, a, not, not only doubting ourselves, and uh, it's it's uh, the 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 people that don't get it. It's the people that don't get it. Uh, great comment there. Joe says concentric circles, ripples in the water. We all get splashed with experience. And says, how about the Schumann resonance? I saw something weird with the Schumann resonance last night. Uh, I don't really understand it. We'll we'll do a whole show on that at some point. But uh, maybe that's why I was in such a pissy mood. That could be. That could be. Uh, I talked to my mom today, and she's like, "Are you all right?" I'm like, "Why?" She's like, the show last night, you sound kind of pissy. Those weren't her words, but, um, you know, it was kind of like that. I was like, really? I was like, I was a little pissy, but was I that? And she's like, yeah, you were kind of pissy. I was like, all right, well. <laughs> I missed <laughs> it. Yeah, you missed it. At, the, at the, the second half, I don't know. Like, here's the thing, too, right? So doing this, it takes energy, you know? And, and not like, you know, I'm tired, but, like, it takes, like, a... Um, a uh, how do you put it? It, it takes it like it, it takes a, like a spirit of will, you know, to, you know, like you, you to make it seem like, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're just even keel, you know, N- nobody's the same every day. Everybody has bad days and those, these types of things. Right. But it, it takes a certain level of energy to kind of like come up to, sh- to show Mike, you know what I mean? Not that I'm really much different. Otherwise, some people might disagree and say I'm a giant asshole otherwise, but you know, uh, fuck off to them. But, but, but you know what I'm saying? It's, it, it does, it drains you. It's, it's like a draining experience. It's like a, uh, you know, you try, you try and put energy out there and then you get shit on sometimes and it's, uh, it's, it, it drains you. It's like, like, fuck, I spent so much time trying to make things right, you know, trying to have good conversations and accept everybody, no matter who they are. And then you get some assholes show up just randomly and be like, eh, by the way, that fucking sucked and I'll never come back. You know, I like, knew what it, I, you know I, what I mean? knew what I knew. That's what. Yeah, I knew that's what it was. You know what I mean? I, mean, I think it's it, I don't think it was that he was negative. I think it was the what he was implying and how negative he was. Who? There's a lot of what are you talking uh, about? that one commenter, that one guy. He was basically saying like. No, 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 one no, guy. no, 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 not like that. I don't, no, no, I don't mean it like that. Not, that's not what I mean. That's not what I mean at all. Like it was not like a single thing. Like it was kind of just my energy level of time. Anyway, I'm not trying to talk mm, about me. So gotcha. let's, here we go. There's better comments here. I'm just saying that like, I was a little surprised to have my mom say, are you all right? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> anyway, here we go. Robert says this on Facebook. The billionaires like Bezos, Zuckerberg, Musk, and others are the Darth Vader's of our current projected reality. But where is our Luke Skywalker? And that's a good question. <laughs> that's, a, that's a hell of a question. Oh, depends on who you ask, doesn't it? It always depends on who you ask. Who's, who's the light in the tunnel, Ash? Who's the light in the tunnel? Uh, these Twi'lek chicks. Yeah. All right, let's put that picture back. Yeah. I'll put that picture back. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is, man. I don't, I don't know, know what it is. Head tentacles. <laughs> it's the head the, tentacles. It's the green skin. Or the the green skin. The the blue skin's good too, man. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I learned something about myself today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> 
I know what I'm doing. I'm doing what I'm doing for Halloween. There you go. Now we know. Now we know. Now we know what's going on in, uh, up on Mars. Ash, Ash has got uh, other things he's got to do. <laughs> no, uh, so, so, I mean, you know, uh, we're, we're at the end of this, but you got to understand, right? It's, it's just, uh, you know, don't get me bitching that way. It's not like that. Like I said, I'm not expecting anything out of this. It's just sometimes your energy level isn't up to um, which, where you need it to be, you know? And I don't mean like I'm tired, I need a nap. You know what I mean? It's like a... I hate I, you know my I don't know I'm force drained or something I don't know. Hey man, we're we're all human. We can't be perfect and and on point every day of our lives, man. And you do this I I, I do this once a week with you. I used to do it more often, and I could I personally couldn't do it. So um, I don't even know how you do as much as you do. And so I'm reading from the chat, and uh, I want to say on behalf of the chat that we appreciate you and what you do, man. And so thank you, um, but you misunderstand. So don't. don't Thank you. Don't. I, I'm just saying, don't sweat it. You know, you have a bad day. It's cool. No big deal. No big deal. Just no. a drop in the bucket, drop man. It, just that, a drop in the bucket. <laughs> in the old days, you know what Frank told me? A, a drop in the doggy barking. But are you okay out there? The, the, the dogs got out on Mars. Are, they, are those the goats? <laughs> what the hell's going on? All right. So that's it. That's my experiments. <laughs> I got, they're, oh, those they're, are the, they're those fighting are, to the death. The human dog hybrids fighting to the death. <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to see how long it would take for them to start killing each other if I didn't feed him. It wasn't long, man. It was, it's been like 20 minutes. <laughs> Holy shit, that was fast. That was fast. Uh, Elizabeth says uh, too much lithium in the too, Yeah, that, that could be. That could be. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, uh, Oh, there you go. Th- no, this is a comment, right? This is a comment that brings you up. Right here. There it is. What's up, Jay? Jay from New York says, we are the light in the tunnel. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> there it is. Deep, deep. Good stuff. Good stuff, guys. Thanks again. Like I said, I appreciate all your time. I realize you could be doing fucking anything else right now. You could literally just be t- like, fuck this. I'm gonna go take a nap, you know, and you guys are still here. We've been rambling on about some bullshit for three fucking hours and you guys are still here. It's a, like I said, it's a, it, it, it honors me. It humbles me. Thank you, Ash, for being here tonight. Let's wrap this sucker up. Let's do this. Let's do this. Sure. Yeah. Let's 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 fucking do this. I love yeah. cursing. Um. Yeah. So um. Tonight we talked about Star Wars, and you know I think that even before we even started, um, I had some ideas, but by end of it, there's so many parallels, so much to learn from such a such a silly thing. It's just it's just movies, guys. But you know what? You can draw so much from it and learn so much. And uh, that's like the importance of art. That's like a projection of his spirit, of his knowledge, of experience. So, um, you know, what you put out there is important. Maybe you could be the next George Lucas, right? And uh, we're sitting around the campfire and we're telling stories and we're talking about stuff. And uh, it feels good. It feels good to do that. You know, I think we're kind of losing that. And here we go. We got, we got a little supplement. Get a little of that human interaction in your vein. Just get a little juice up on that and uh yeah tonight we talked about star wars everyone loves star wars good show and um talked about the um the jedi powers the um natures of the universe parallels between ancient times i mean so much there such a good topic it's kind of like everything is the same topic at the end of the day and we're just we're just trying to figure it out with our Meagle human minds, right? <laughs> our so stu- our stupid mushy brains, you stupid mushy brains. Monkey, Thanks. monkey, monkey, brains. monkey think. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, you know, hey, here's a quote: uh, "Ape together, strong." <laughs> I what love that, that one. Where's that, that from? Planet of the Apes? I've never seen that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's uh, um, Ape together, Caesar. Strong. One of the new. Yeah, the new, actually the new movies are pretty good. Actually, as weird as that sounds, and uh, he, he Caesar beats his chest. He's like apes together, strong, and he tries yeah. to get the apes to unite. So it's a good quote. <laughs> I live by that quote. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so the only thing we got to do now, look, let, let's just run run with that for just a sec. So the only thing we got to do, right? Apes together are strong. Is that we just got to like stop the monkey habit of flinging poo at each other. You know what I'm saying? So if we can actually do that, I think that I think humanity has a chance. And that's part of part of why we do this show. You know, get together, uh, have a great time. What's up? Elizabeth says this. If you guys were at a bar, I'd be there. You see, having a good time drinking a couple beers and uh, talking about some crazy shit. Again, these are conversations you just can't have. So, again, like I said, I'm not I'm not trying to fish for compliments here. Uh, Like I said, uh, I was not aware other than I was like, eh, I was kind of in a pissy mood myself. And my mom confirmed it by saying, dude, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. But anyway, you get the point. Look at that. Elizabeth, if you guys were at a bar, I'd be there. How about that, Ash? Yeah, can you make it to a bar one day from the, uh, the Mars Uber? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to walk in the bar and everyone's going to fucking scream and run out. <laughs> and then like some guy's going to, depending on where we are, he's going to pull out a gun and start shooting at me. Yeah. And then I'm going to have to bite his head off. You know, it'll be fun. It'll be a good time. Let's go. Let's yeah, do let's it. Go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. All right. So, so, so uh, <laughs> I, I didn't even have to ask this time. Now, look, all right, look now, uh, now plug your channel, Ash, tell people where to find you. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's connected to the, to the YouTube and everything. If you look a little bit, you can find you. So it's not that hard, but plug it, do it. Tell us what you're working on over on your channel and then we'll finish this sucker up. Hi guys. My name's Ash. I'm the Reptilian from Mars. I hope you guys enjoyed tonight. Hope you uh, listen to this knucklehead, this uh, this butthead to uh, this guy's Beavis. <laughs> and uh, uh, if you liked uh, hearing uh, uh, the kind of stuff we're bringing up, mantis aliens, all kind of stuff, uh, check out my channel, Ash the Reptilian from Mars. Google me. Uh, I also uh, like to uh, feature uh, co-host or come on to Bunny's channel, and you can see me in my full reptilian form. Not this Sunday. I think it's next Sunday. Uh, please subscribe to her as well. And uh, yeah, I think the link will be in uh, the channels. I uh, appreciate you guys, and uh, thank you for tuning in. You, Like Mike said, you could be doing anything else, and you're listening to us talk about Star Wars and Twi'lek chicks, okay? So appreciate your time, and uh, I, hope, I hope we were entertaining. So have a good late, night. Late into the night. Late into the night. All right. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Please do. Please do. Uh, Ash doesn't have enough follows on his channel, so let's. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna drop it in the uh, Discord. If you guys haven't joined the Discord, please do. Troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link. Get your ass in there, and uh, we're gonna do our thing. We're gonna talk about all the things we talk about as we continue doing all this. And uh, first things first, you need to go follow Ash's channel on YouTube because, well, he spends some time helping us with this conversation. Helping me so I don't go absolutely insane thinking that, uh, I don't know, we call it like a feedback loop where you're just talking to yourself like an echo, screaming at the wall and it's coming back and you're like, yeah, I feel good about this. And everybody out there shaking their head and like, this motherfucker's crazy. Yeah, I know. It ain't like that. I know we got all you guys, but I'm just saying. 
I appreciate it, Ash, coming on here uh, once a week and keeping me uh, relatively sane by talking about mantis aliens. <laughs> you see what I did there? Oh shit! Did he leave? He never left. I like. I like it. Yes. <laughs> oh shit! We yes, got you. I'm converting you. <laughs> Let's get Jay. Jay, I didn't realize you were in the call queue. You're on Trouble Minds. What's up, brother? Actually, Mike, Ash. It's a pleasure. Thank you. You guys are always awesome, man. I just... Unbelievable show after unbelievable show. I want to know what happened with Tim Foyle Timothy. I have no idea. I have no idea. I'll reach uh, out to him. Facebook no was so screwed up today. There was things popping up, and then my links were coming to some blonde driving a supercar in Dubai or something. I have no idea. Uh, I don't know. It, it, I don't know. There was not a weird algorithm going on today, buddy. I'm telling you. Okay. Yeah, it could the be. It could be things- misunderstanding. I, I just don't. I don't know. Like I said, it kind of came out of the blue for you and for me. So I don't know. I'll follow up with that. It's a little bit of a drama, I think. I, I, I don't know. Clearly, I didn't do anything. I went to sleep after doing a bunch of work and woke up and uh, looked at the Discord, and there was a comment in there from Tim from Georgia. Again, friend of the show, longtime friend of the show. I'm not sure why he's upset, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, we'll 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 bridge that gap and we'll figure that stuff out. Uh, Jay, sorry to make you wait. I didn't realize you were in the caller queue. Uh, final thought for tonight. Send it out there. Send it to the universe, man. People need to hear it. Keep going, Mike. <laughs> Let us think about the things that we're not supposed to think about because we're heading down the right road. Thank you. I my really friend. think we are. Thank you, my friend. Very nice. Very nice. Like I said, uh, I'm honored by all you guys being here. Thanks, Ash, for showing up and keeping me sane once a week. Everybody else, you guys are the best. You know, like I said, I'm me, you're you. Together, we're us. And us. What was the quote, Ash? Many monkeys better. What was it? <laughs> mo, mo monkeys better. Ape together strong. Ape, ape together strong. There it is. No poof laying. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. I have no idea how we got here, but uh, here we are. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Mike. This is Ash. This is Jay from New York. Uh, we're uh, doing our thing, talking about all kinds of wacky stuff. We'll be back tomorrow night at three. Uh, sorry, 7 p.m. Pacific. Follow Ash's channel, please, on YouTube, Ash the Reptilian from Mars, and we're done. We're out of here. We are done. See you guys tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Have a great night. Goodbye, y'all. Oh, can we get it? Can we get a Martian squeak? Squeak. Ah. Fail. All right. Take it easy, guys. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, 
bag your order and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.